The other guard, number eight, six, seven, in his fourth season from Lauren Marion High School, Kobe Bryant. And the other guard is number 24, 6'6", 13th season out of Laura Marion High School, Kobe Bryant. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Thank You for the Conversations. Today, we're going to change it up a little bit. I am Donald, 29 years old. And that's really all I got to say right now. But of course, as always, try to bring some energy today. I'm going to bring in a good friend of mine. And you all already know who he is. And I'll let him take it from here. Yeah. So with this the energy. I'm going to follow that energy. This is Jahi, 28, by the way. And this is how we're going to roll today. And today, we thought to do something special and a bit different and see how far we can go with it. So a couple of days ago... More accurately, four days ago, something terrible really happened. Yeah. And that is the passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter. Untimely. Mm-hmm. Untimely, unexpected, a tragedy. The, the passing of Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna Bryant, and seven other passengers that were on that helicopter. We wanted to take this time and this episode to reflect on what he means to us as individuals and even touch on like personal stories and just talk about who he is and from the broader perspective to a more narrow one. I'm not too sure really where we're going to start, but we're going to navigate this through like we always do. Mm-hmm. I was going to say like this probably like the first episode, like legit the first episode, like yo bro. I don't know how we're gonna start. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know how we're gonna end. We don't know the finish or the start. I don't, we don't know the finish or the beginning or the middle. Yeah, this is we like, don't you, know. I guess it's legit. You're gonna see like two motherfuckers winging it and like. See the magic at work. See the magic. I'm already. I don't even know why. I'm already like a little tearing up. Or a little bit. A little tiny bit. Real men don't cry. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> big boys cry. This is where the big boys play at, huh? They do. But yeah, man. So, how to be there? Uh, Mr. Co- Kobe Bean Vino. I guess to give a little bigger context of uh, who he is. Um, shoot. I mean, there's. Are you, about, a, are you about to ring off? Yeah, I'm just. You're gonna, like, put some mother respect on my name. 18 time All Star. So, ca- <laughs> 11 yeah. time, nine times first ballot All Defensive Player. Yeah, Kobe Bean Bryant was born on August 23rd, 1979 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, not too far from where we are located. Um, He is the son of a former basketball player. Do you know his name, his dad's name off the top of your head? Um, Sorry, Joe Bryant. Who played for the Sixers. Yes, yes. Along with overseas in Italy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, to list some of his accomplishments. Joe? Kobe's. Kobe. Oh, Kobe. Kobe, Kobe. Kobe went to Laura Marion High School, uh, which is located Ardmore. Am I pronouncing it right? Pennsylvania. He was the number 13th pick in the 1996 draft, which is storied. Regarded as, like, the most historical and like star-studded Steve Nash, Ray Allen, JK, right? Kid, Garnett, was it? Garn Garnett, Dirk, 
let me look at at it real because quick. Kobe wasn't even like top five. <laughs> she went like thirteen in that draft. Some men, so, so some names: AI, Stefan Marbury, Anton Walker, Anton, Pages Stoyakovich, Jermaine O'Neal, Zdrunas Ilgowskis, Derek what? Fisher, uh, Marcus Camby, Sharif Abdul-Rahim. Um, this is Terry nice. Kittles. You're lying. Some, yeah, Samaki Walker, Eric Dampier, uh, we get Tony Delk, Walter McCarthy. What? Uh, we we could just keep naming the whole draft, and this yeah. is the draft. This would become the draft show, but <laughs> the draft show. <laughs> but he was drafted in '96 by the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, there was a trade draft. <laughs> sending him to the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers sent Vladi Divac to to the Hornets. And then Kobe has been with – he played a career of 20 years from 96 to 2016. Uh, he wore number eight to start the first 10 years of his career, and he wore num- number 24 for the second half of his career. Now, he was a five-time NBA champion, three-peat with Shaquille O'Neal, and that fantastic – Los Angeles Laker team from 2000-2002. He uh, came back and defied odds, proving everyone that uh, he could win one without Shaq. <laughs> and he won it in 2009. Kobe would like that. In 2010. He was a 2009 and 2010 Finals MVP. He was the most valuable player in 2008. 18-time All-Star from 98 mm. and then from 2000 to 2016. Mm. Four-time all-Star MVP, 02, 07, 09, and 11. 11-time All-NBA First Team, which... I'm mad I knew that. How do we explain that? I guess it's an honor bestowed on the best players in the league following every NBA season. So there's a first team, a second team, and a third team, right? Yeah. And so he was 11 times. Of those 11 times, he was nine times in the first team. Mm -hmm. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. 2002 to 04. Elite. And then 06 to... 2013, um, all second team in 2000, 2001, all second, all third team, excuse me, in 99 and 05. Nine time all defensive teams, so he was versatile on both ends of the basketball court. 2000, 03, 04, and 06 through 11, so five years in a row. Three time all defensive second team, 01, 02, and 2012. <laughs> NBA scoring champion in 06 and 07. Uh, slam dunk contest winner in mm. 97, all rookie second team in 97. The only player Uh-oh. to have two numbers retired by a single organization, mm. 8 and 24. Naismith player of the year in 96, the first team parade All American 96, as well as making the McDonald's All American. He has finished number four all time mm. in the history of the NBA with three. 33,643 points, mm. 7,000, I don't know this, the, the the rankings, I'm just going to list the numbers here, rebound 7,047, and assists 6,306, uh, he, he won two gold medals, 08 with the Redeem team in, in Beijing in 2012 with London, he won a gold in the FIBA America in, in 07, he, he's pretty much first in every Laker category there is, and as much as, as he has been questioned and critiqued about... Wait, you know, that's a little more stats. His assists. If, if, oh, oh, I thought you were almost done. He is number two all-time, and without looking up... In Laker history. In Laker history, I'm pretty sure number one is Magic Johnson. It's not Smush. No. 
Had to bring a little, a little, a little humor. Smush Parker. So that's like his, as and, far as like his accomplishments and, on the court. Oh, oh, no, 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 okay. I know. Maybe you're already gonna do it. No, I, again, no, we don't know where we're going. We're blind turning. Well, if he wasn't, hopefully, I'm not completely interrupting you to go along with his accolades and his stats. <laughs> I'm about to say four time. Maybe I can't say it this way. I want it to be like that. I'll just say it like this. Father of four. Yes. So as off the court. Four times been a father. <laughs> as a human, uh, he is the father of four beautiful girls and loving husband to a beautiful woman. Uh, Vanessa Bryan is his wife. He His oldest is, hold on, give me a second. A lot to... Uh, digest here natalia uh his second oldest is Bian- uh, gianna his third oldest is bianca mm. and the youngest she's still a toddler is capri um so as we mentioned earlier you know he wasn't alone on his flight and in this helicopter you might be asking well, well if, if you don't know why was he in a helicopter so he had mentioned recently, and I think he might have been on um, Barnes and and Stephen Jackson. Oh yeah, show their show the week last the week before. Yeah, or might have been. Well, they dropped it at least a week. Yeah, but they probably who knows when they recorded it. Probably not too long ago. Yeah, but that he he transitioned from one of the problems in L.A. <laughs> is the traffic. So he's like, how can I still like... So this is legit what you're about to say. Yeah. How can... I think he's been doing it for like 10 years. Like he's been doing it since his playing days. Yeah. How can I still train at a high efficient level, but still have time with my family? So instead of being stuck in traffic or being on the ground, he he decided to, because you know, he can afford it, fly. And use helicopter as his means of travel, getting back and forth from facilities and and such. And I believe they lived in Newport Beach. And yeah, I've heard that too. And they were traveling to. That's like South. Like that's really like South LA, right? Newport Beach. Yeah. No. Like if it's south, it's south of like Los Angeles, let alone Calabasas. Because I saw at least from like the crash. Um, they're like they showed like the trajectory, like where where maybe maybe where that's where the where the flight flies out of is that that far out. At least for me, it seemed like yeah, damn. yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah you're right. Newport, yeah. like actually, yeah. actually where he lived. Yeah, that's very. It's it's right. It's it's south. Then, it's then, south of Irvine, north yeah. north of Laguna Beach. Because it's pretty far. Like the travel was far, at least from where he was going. I'm like, damn. Yeah, I think he was going to Thousand Oaks. Yeah, he, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and that's north, north, uh, west of, of LA. Yeah, um, even from LA, it's like, I guess technically far. Yeah, just looking at the map here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Los Angeles also. Yeah. Look at this shit. That's mad far, bro. It's really far when you think about it. Hidden hills. I'm pretty sure the 
I'm pretty sure with the 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 the, 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 the what do they call those airports? Like the small, like those private planes and little small plane engines. Those areas, those like airports. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like, we don't know how close that is to where he lived. Did he still live in Newport this whole time since he played? Yeah, I believe so. Like imagine how far that actually is. But it's probably, it got to be at least a half, only like at most a half hour from his residence. Mm -hmm. But it's pretty far like i guess helicopter wise is only like 30 minutes right compared to minutes driving if we're, if we're going just off of sadly off of the timing the time of everything from mm -hmm. the flight from from departure departure to it's in it's sadly ending there was only it's like 9 a.m they took i think they took off or something like that and yeah. then it the story ends at 9 40 something yeah before the end of the hour um, like, but so like after retirement, after he retired yeah. in 2016, after I think just his body telling him that you know he um it's a rap bro, <laughs> it, it's it's time to put it, to put it up and being content and being happy in a place where you know he's he's done everything in this in this profession with his craft, given everything to the game, like physically, figuratively, literally. Not that he's done with the game, but he's done with the game, and the in game the is done aspect. with him. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's—I guess I don't know if he's ever looked at it in this way, but it's okay for him to give up the game. Oh yeah, like he's left it where he's gotten it, where he had got the game, and where he where he's leaving the game. Oh yeah, in a I'm tremendous place. It, yeah, I'm leaving it in a great place, and I'm leaving it in good hands for those guys that have the luxury and the privilege to have the game left to them. There's only a select few to get that. And to have a career that long with one organization, you know? There were times where he wanted, you know, it's been documented that, like, after Shaq left, um, he wanted to go to Chicago, um, and, and that didn't happen. Well, I heard something. I don't know if you heard this also. What Jerry West said? What did he say? Was it him that I heard him say? About the Clippers? Nah. I think I'm probably wrong. I think yo, I think they said Detroit had a trade that like finalized. What year? It had to be during that time, the same time he wanted out. Mm. Like they had a deal finalized. I didn't hear about this ever. Like there was a deal in place, but something happened, and then there's another. I didn't quietly. I didn't hear. My ears weren't tuned in for this next one, but they were saying, I think it related maybe along. Uh, Maybe this is like even further down the line when Phil was in New York. Mm. They were saying like when the amnesty came about, they were like he. They said he felt that the Lakers were gonna amnesty him, and I guess he was like feeling vulnerable. He was like, "Yo, fuck it, bro. Like, I'm here. I'm like, I guess he heard it through like the grapevines a little bit. Like, you're gonna because I guess he was. Get, they felt he was getting paid too much, and he wasn't the same player he was anymore. And they're gonna amnesty him. He was like, "Yo, fuck. I'm just gonna go. To, I'm just gonna go out to New York with Phil and play with the Knicks. Yeah, I'm gonna be good. Like." Hmm. I'm like, God damn it, where's the Anderson in his ass? Like, <laughs> fuck. I would have took Kobe Bryant and the Knicks, like, Peyton Manning, like, motherfucker. But, yeah. But I guess something like he calmed down and nothing. there was nothing really real to that, the Anderson rumors. Mm -hmm. But Yeah, but for, he he retired content and yeah. happy. And then he transitioned, you know, what do you, what do, you do when you've been doing one thing <laughs> since you were a teenager, you know? It's that hard place that. At least a teenager. Yeah, like everyone gets to when they retire, 
You know, like, what do I do now? Like, do I go into fucking broadcasting? Yeah. Or, What's the right move? Where like, um, I'm. Well, he did like this, like, <laughs> like the that's a typical thing, but like, the thing that people say, like, people retire, like, as people like of his nature and his stature, like, I'm gonna write a book. But, but not like, even an autobiographical yeah, like, book. Like he literally went into the book business, <laughs> like. But he pretty he he went into writing. He mm. he wrote a children's book. Um, he won an Oscar, which technically, basically. Immediately, like a year out, because he wrote and directed um, a short animated film um, Dear called Basketball. "Yeah, Dear Basketball." So you know who fucking like did the score? Yes, <laughs> he got John Williams to do it. That's the John Williams is Star Wars, Star Wars, and Harry Potter. Ah, like when I didn't even know that until like now. I'm like, Jesus Christ. The wonder why I'm fucking like even back then when I saw it back then, it's only two years ago. Mm -hmm. Like, why are my eyes watering? Like, why am I crying? It's fucking John Williams fucking beautiful masterpiece of got his heart in my in his fucking head and squeezing it a little bit. The harp. Um Right, so, so he he won the Oscar for, for Dear Basketball, which was his his love note, his his thank you letter, however you want to phrase it. Towards, his real mamba out. Yeah, towards <laughs> the game of basketball. Um, in December 2017, he officially gets number uh, – Los Angeles Lakers decided to retire number eight and number 24. And I think most of all, you know, as a competitor, kind of just to go around – he was villainized. He was seen as heartless or, you know, a-hole and this and that. But uh, that's just, that's the persona or, like, the side that came out because of the competitive nature. Yeah. But, but what people saw afterwards, after retirement, where he didn't have to, like, come after everyone, <laughs> it's the family man. And also the side that a lot of people got to see him while he was still a player is that he's just a genuine, genuine person. Like, just still, like, he had an infectious smile um, yeah. and would always try to bring everyone in and um, build those around him. And he um, wanted to dedicate more of his time to his family, especially with his second oldest, who, that's a spitting image of him, had, had the same infectious smile, was radiant and glowing, and eventually picked up the game. Yeah. And got him to got Kobe, Gianna got Kobe back into watching basketball. Yeah, which is weird. Like at the time that she got into the game, not that it's odd, it's very interesting and telling. At the same like he retires. Now wait, now she wants to be now she wants to watch basketball. Like yeah. you didn't want to watch when your dad <laughs> Yo I mean at that point he wasn't the best player in the league no more. But like you didn't want to watch. When she your was dad, much younger. Yeah, like you didn't want to watch when your dad was like God. Like and now he's like a regular guy now, technically. I think I like basketball, Dad. I'm like, okay, let's go to the game. I'm I'm Kobe. <laughs> I'm Kobe. <laughs> Kobe. That's all I need. And her mannerisms is just like him. The way she moved, um, and just. Uh, Again, just like in every picture you see, just she just looks just like him. Down to the eyeballs. Yeah. Like those 
I don't know, those serpent, those just the, black mamba eyeballs. <laughs> and then the videos that, that have come out, you know, in the last couple of years of just the way she shoots. And, and of course, he started his own basketball academy, private gym, and, and, and really pushing, like, you know, and trying mama to. basketball. Yeah, mama basketball and then women's basketball. Yeah. Definitely supporting that. I think he was doing that for a long time. But now this is where all his attention yeah, can be the now. kids. Yeah. Like, inspiring because we already know this aspect of it inspiring another generation the name escapes me but what's the name of like that one of the top women's college basketball players she plays for oregon i don't know her name but i know who you're talking about ah but he supported her go to her games this girl that oddly too like oregon like maybe i don't know the nike connection possibly um there's tons of like top ranked high school women uh, high school girls um, that play basketball that he's attended their games and shown support and and reached out if they ever need anything in terms of of um, coaching or just assistance in the game of basketball. But we're trying to pull up her name right now. Oregon Ducks. Let's see. Um, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but Sabrina. Ionescu, is that number twenty, it? right? Yeah, five eleven mm-hmm. Miramonte High School, Walnut Creek, California. So there's the connection. Just her being from California alone, and then Kobe being a. Uh, <laughs> this is a joke, but like being as like most things in LA, an adoptive son of Los Angeles. But he pretty much became Los Angeles. Yeah. Um. At, even as a player, like so. Kobe has like hundreds upon hundreds of Make-A-Wish uh, children that he visited, met, signed autographs, took pictures, to spent time with. You know, I know the Lakers organization would do toy drives every Christmas, mm-hmm. and he would be out there amongst other players, you know, handing them out, you know. Um, so he he gave a lot back. He I'll say he was the king of L.A. You could say that. I've heard that and like a lot of, like yourself, L.A.-based, L.A.-born race saying, like, I guess figured like he was the mayor of L.A. without being the mayor of L.A. Like, he had the keys to the city. Like, this is his city. Unofficially, officially. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't fuck with Kobe. He run the state. He run the state in the city. Sorry, Sacramento. <laughs> so to hear and to find out, and I guess this is when we can retell like what how how it crossed our paths, like this unfortunate day, um, for him to be gone. Uh, I don't at know. Forty one. At, at forty one years old, you know, I I was looking at his age. I was like, he's not that much older than than we are. <laughs> It's great because we were like we were young, growing like we grew up on Kobe. You know, we were kids, and he was a kid. But mm-hmm. We were kids. Yeah, to his kid, like that's really crazy. He's even younger than I thought. Like I can't be like, fam, forty one. Damn. Like he's younger. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, he's younger than my old. He would be. He could possibly be my oldest brother, even though my older brother is older than him. But it's still close. Yeah, but I feel like. 
in a way, like I'm not that I'm closer to like I'm closer. I feel closer to Kobe than to my oldest brother. It's just weird. Like I don't know if you. I don't know. If, I don't even know. Sometimes I like. It's like I don't know if it's just like a basketball thing. Like if you like basketball and you're a male, you connect to Kobe and you're born. And within this time period, you connect to Kobe and this shit hurts. But I don't know if it's just that. I don't know. Like when I was, just, I'm sitting here. Like, you have this because you had the Kobe shirt on. Have you always had that shirt? Or this is like a I got Kobe this. thing now. No, I got this in 2018. Like Jesus Christ! Like it seems like it's like it just got released now. But like, I'm, I'm looking at the picture that you have on your shirt, and I'm just like, like I'm like also like the reason why this shit hurts because he's like, he's not him, but he's everything he isn't. In him, as I mean, in Jordan, and not to be like disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So neither Kobe or Michael Jordan. I don't know. I don't know if we, how many times if you haven't spoke about that. Like people know how I feel. Yeah. If you know me, you know how I feel about Michael Jordan. But he was everything he wasn't. And um, cause like, and up until a certain point, he was. Maybe maybe like, he's just the guy that's. This is like the superstar that smiled. Like this is the guy that was relatable. Came out of high school. That's so, what I was gonna say. Maybe the thing that separates them and how yeah. accessible Kobe was. Yeah. You needed like, anything. Yeah, he has you. It's weird. Like he was like the superstar, that, and it's weird. Like they sort of like now when I see it, I can see I see why Kobe was so driven to be him. Because Jordan, like I always said to my dad, I'm like yeah, if LeBron, like we're talking about like just basketball in general. I was like, damn, like now because it is like Kobe, you can't fight now. These arguments about Kobe are gonna be even more difficult because now the death like plays a role into it mm-hmm. until like the legacy. Like now there's a lore and a myth, a mythos to like Kobe now. So you could probably say people because like, we're so far removed from it, and even like literally us, and then like other as humans. Yeah, Jabbar is probably the greatest basketball talent and player to ever step to ever be birthed. Yeah, like I would say so. But his name rarely gets now gets in those conversations. Like my daddy, like Jabbar is the greatest basketball player ever. I don't want to hear Magic. I don't want to hear mm-hmm. anybody. Jo- even Jordan, Jabbar, he did everything. Like. And you could probably and I had that conversation prior, like, yo, he's probably like the Greece, the greatest basketball prospect ever, even bigger than LeBron. But I'm like, what was I saying? Like, I see why, like Jordan, like, I was, oh, this is why I said it. LeBron, how LeBron sees that like he's the chosen one. Mm-hmm. LeBron was born. He was to play basketball. He was donned from the beginning. Yeah. Mike, Mike and Kobe weren't. Like they the, weren't the fastest. Exactly. They weren't the strongest. Like. How long have we heard like Mike was cut from his JV team? That's like that's <coughs> such an integral part. Yeah, and Kobe, I mean, technically maybe hit maybe, but cause people people like from the way he played his career, people forget this aspect of Kobe in his early NBA career. Kobe was a bench rot warmer, and that's why he's he got like and picked th- like thirteenth in his draft. He got ticked off like in interviews more recent talking about. Not where like it bothered him, but I guess he talked about like, man, I I could have had so many more points because I spent like a year and a half, two almost two years, like not exactly not playing. Yeah, like this wasn't a guy that just came out the gate, just boom. Because who do they have at guard? They had Nick Van Eddie Axel, Jones. And Eddie Jones, Eddie Jones, and Nick Van Axel. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, when they gave him the shot, you know, he missed those threes to win against Utah. 
Yo, everybody brings that up. But I don't even remember that. No, I don't remember that at the time. Either. <laughs> but that needed to happen. Yeah, you need to take those shots and miss those shots. Because that built him up to become like the Kingslayer. Yeah. And then also to build the... Because sh- I don't know if you know this part, but Shaq consoled him. He took him in. He's like... Shaq is a superstar. He, t- he told him, don't worry. Like, we're going to fix this. <laughs> and made him feel comfortable. Made- yeah. And then look. That was 98. Gave him another year. 99. Spurs got their first title. They beat the Knicks. Hold up. What round was that? Western Conference. Utah and LA. Finals, I think. (laughs) They could have met. Could have had the Lakers. Bulls. Jesus Christ. And then 2000. 2001. 2002. 2003, we get knocked out by the Spurs in I think the semis. Mm-hmm. And then 04, should have had it against the Pistons. But. <laughs> yeah, like this is, these are like two guys, and then not, not to like put Jordan in this, in this, but this is the guy, like the superstar, that the, the guy that molded himself into a superstar. So we can, st- but we can still touch him. Like you couldn't touch Jordan. Like that's the part I don't, that's like the part I don't, this is why I would feel, that's the part I don't like about Mike. Didn't like I can't we can't touch you, like what do you like that ex, that accessibility, mm-hmm. and then this is why I said, and this is why this way this is this this episode is gonna be different. Not that we're like I'm not that I'm like getting on Kobe like this is a life we're celebrating his life and honoring his life, but we're not gonna ignore the realities, the, the realities and contradictions. And tribulations of his life because it's it's all part of the story, right or wrong or bad or good. Yeah, it's okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all right. This is what this is what our lives are for. But yeah, like like I said, at a certain point, he was he was what Jordan wasn't, and he still is. But the point of the rape allegations and post that, that's basically where Mamba mentality was birthed from. Yeah, because he did talk about, like, what that meant. Um, you know, oh, man. So. Like, he went into the cave. Going into 2003, um, if you're eating McDonald's, you're seeing his face. If you're drinking the Sprite, you're <laughs> oh, seeing his face. Fuck, bro. If you want some sneakers, you're probably wearing his. Uh, this guy is, like, Americana all around. So, you could see him everywhere. He's coming off of three world titles in the in the world of basketball in a major city. I was about to say, yo, this is weird. I was about to say the same thing. Like, I was going to say in probably the second biggest city in the country. Yeah. But the biggest city on the on, a, on the coast. On the whole coast. Yeah, so. Then the rape, allegation, rape allegations wow. come in. Boom. You know, which you I, I'm always questionable. I know it's, we don't <laughs> listen to women and this. But mm-hmm. It's not about that, but like. The timing is always peculiar to me. It always it happens like that. I think I don't know if this is how things move and shift, but yeah, the top of the world, the top of the mountain. When they're at the peak, is this a test or those little stones, bro, getting thrown at you? But he gets, and at the same time, mm-hmm. him literally. I had the conversation too, like rightfully having having uh, quarrels with Shaq. Right, the tension. Both of their both of their sides are valid. 
I feel. Who's more right? I don't know. Probably isn't. Like, you're Shaq, you're lazy, you're fat. Kobe, I'm Shaq. <laughs> I'm Shaq. It's a fucking three-peat, bro. But I, I will say this, like, not to diverge, but I have a friend that um, back in 2011 used to eat, and you'll get the correlation, used to go to McDonald's like three or four times a week and used to eat a lot of McDonald's. And oh, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. The weight caught up to him. Yeah. So like we can't think that we're invisible. So yeah. as much as Shaq, Shaq. Yeah. yeah. The big fucking diesel. Big fella. Um. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You. You. If, that's what I'm saying. Like it's valid. Like yo. Like Kobe. Like yo, bro. You gotta work out. You have you to condition. Shape. You have to condition. You keep up this rate. We not. You gonna. We gonna fade out in two years. Because as much as like they had the the greatest or one of the greatest formulas, like teams are gonna try to like try to figure out like uh an answer to to the problem which is yeah. playing against like the Lakers. Like the Hack Mhm. So I guess in that aspect like yeah. you can't think that oh, cuz I'm Shaq. Shaq. <laughs> cuz I'm me I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Which we all think when we're younger. Shaq's pretty fucking valid. like it's so weird like I feel like it's pretty fucking valid. Like it was, uh, I mean, he proved, I feel the way, the only way I say it's bad because he, the year he left, he won a championship. I took another year. Did he win the, sec, the, sec, the exact year? No. Like, as soon as he went to Miami? Oh, fuck it. Took, In my mind, it does. This is why it's our memories, baby. Took one more. Yeah. That was 06. So, relatively won immediately. Yeah. In this short time when he went to Miami, but he also had the win win. I love how people look at it that way, but they had Shaq. They couldn't win without. You couldn't have. Well, yeah, you couldn't win <laughs> one like, without yeah, the other. It's a chicken and the egg. Mm-hmm. And then Udonis Haslam and he just said Udonis Haslam, Anton Walker, Gary Payton, Jason Williams. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's it called? But um, was Eric Dampier on that? No, that's my. That's uh, that's Dallas. That's Dallas. But it, Kobe got hit with the charges, which then you know got settled out of court. Um, I didn't even yo. I like I remember that time. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I never remember like the settlement. Like they were saying he denied the rape, but yes. he doesn't deny the actual. No, he admitted that because I never yeah. forget he was in the like I guess the press. Yeah, he had the immediate press once the charges got dropped. And I just remember what he wore. And I recently saw it too, so it's fresh. But Is he a had khaki suit. No, he had like a beige like what it looked like a long sleeve thermal. Mm-hmm. Oh, he had the prison suit on early. And his wife and all he could do just kept like, uh, I don't know how to describe it. He kept just like moving his tongue around his mouth, like just kind of like oh, yeah, trying he was to fidgeting. He had the yeah, tics. Like he was embarrassed. Like trying to find the words to publicly announce this, and with his wife right next I to him, like, I cheated wife. on you. I didn't commit what's I being. I didn't rape her, but I, but I still on did you. something, you know, yeah. wrong. But then it's weird. Not that it's, this is not weird. This is straight facts, and this has happened. Like he admitted to cheating on his wife, and what's the word they like to use? Like he had consensual sex. That's what. Yeah, that's what he believed. Right. Then I was like the part that like opened my mind. He was like, yeah, it was consensual to you, but she doesn't view it that way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn. Like, am I? I'm like, damn. Can you like you imagine like that's like how many times has like men been in that like. We think, oh, yeah, we're having sex, but she thinks it's rape. But then also, like, in the back of my head, I'm like, but she was, the, she was a clerk. She was, like, the, the clerk in the hotel. She was, like, the like not the doorman, but, like, the person that comes at the desk. Oh, when you check in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they have a name, but I... Yeah. 
So I'm like, all right, he raped her, allegedly. She went into the what? Why did she ever go? Why did she ever go upstairs? Yeah, because like it, it you went into the room. I, I I doubt that that would happen like blatantly in in you know the, the lobby, which there's cameras and stuff. But yeah, like but but what I, all I'm all I'm just saying is not to like discredit this woman. You went into that room with him. You went up, not even in. You went up onto his to his room with with some form of intentions. Mm-hmm. Not that she deserved to get raped no. or whatever. I'm not saying that whatsoever. But just both parties played a role. And ultimately, we we don't know because yeah, we weren't we'll never there. know. Some shit's about, it's probably sealed because once you settle, that not we That's never it. know anything. But settling does say something without saying something. Right. So then now he's he did something. Now he's become, I think, McDonald's dropped him right away. Sprite dropped him. I think Nike was the only sponsorship that kept him. Yeah. And um, he became, you know, villain numero uno amongst, like, uh, sports and, and public figures. And uh, then Shaq leaving and pretty much like that early 2000 Lakers. Kobe, tell me how my... Dictates. Yeah, him Shaq coming in with the disses, and I mean Rick Fox left. That Lakers team was completely different. The end of the dynasty. A complete different makeup. Uh, Phil leaving. You know, it's just like a rebuild, and uh, through that, and I just heard it. Somebody said Kobe built the dynasty, destroyed it, and built up another, built up another one, and. Those 06, 07 years, 05, 06, 07, which were tough because they were met with the Suns, who had probably one of the greatest offenses of all time. What, seven seconds or less? Yeah. That quick um, in terms of, like, getting from one, one side to the other. Literally the blueprints of offenses today. Yeah. Like, all the people that say, even though he was a coach of my team, I personally think he ain't shit. But it's weird because I loved him with the Suns. Like, that was my favorite team. Yeah, they just fit. And now he's with Houston. Co- eventually coached LA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and coaching Houston now. And he literally built the NBA a decade ago. Way before. But playing against that. The Suns. That Steve Nash. Denver. Um, uh, Mari Stoudemire. Sean, Sean Marion. Rajah Bell. Um, who's the other guy? Barbosa. The list yeah, goes on. Yeah. Bo Outlaw. Dan <laughs> Lil Grant Hill a little further down the line. Yeah, that that team Bo kept Outlaw. knocking out the Lakers in the first round. Um, but eventually, you know, through all that came the mama mentality. Which yeah. I'll tell you this, like I, I like animals and I'm into animals, but I didn't know what a black mama was. Oh, not even from Quentin. Tarantino. Which film was that? That's Kill Bill. That's a, don't tell me you didn't notice this whole time. No, I just didn't ever like. Yeah, it's her that because she's the number one to sat like the num like in mm. for Bill. The nickname he gives to his best the best assassin is Black Mamba because they're the deadliest snake. The deadliest snake. Yeah, you can touch their venom. Now I know this stuff, but <laughs> you you can like even after. It's dead for a few seconds. Like their mm. venom is still poisonous, poisonous. and like active. Yeah. So adopts the black mamba mentality, like the deadliest, even that, like the deadliest snake. Like, like when you just the way you said, Kobe 
technical the way you said it, he built the dynasty or he was a part of a dynasty destroyed destroyed it. the dynasty and built up another one mm-hmm. like he's the deadliest snake like that plays right into like i destroyed the dynasty like he knew he's a snake like he knew he was a devil and he became like if you know the semblance of a snake yeah going back to the bible like what he became the, the most feared player like this is the part one, like the root of this mamba mentality. I think at first, initially, it for me is dark. It came to me like I think I don't know if it was Stephen A, but somebody today or over the past two days, three days, saying like it's the guy. He's heartbroken because Kobe was trying to get to live his life, like the life that he actually wanted to live now. Yeah, like as a seventeen-year-old, eighteen-year-old, he's been thrust into the lime on his own. What, from high school on, you're thrust into this limelight. This man went, being this guy. This man went to senior prom with Brandy. That in itself is like, yeah, that's cool. That's really like, cool. yo, that alone. And I even heard a story about that. She didn't even want to go to prom with him, bro. <laughs> or something like she didn't like him the way I get. I don't know, but she. I read something. She wanted. She wanted like. I think she did eventually date him, but she wanted. She liked Wanye from Boys to Men. That's funny. I was like, "What the fuck? You rather like you want to be Wanye instead of Kobe?" Like, Wanye had had two hit albums. Yo, what? He's in Boys the Men. Wanye can sing. Like, yo, they from Philly too. So, but uh, yeah, so Randy <laughs> to the prom, bro. Yeah, he had been in the public spotlight since he was seventeen. Yeah. So then, like that, then whatever, like the villainizing of him, the rape allegations. Like he said, he he like he had to become somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like, to, like I guess not. The, not I want to say he hid, but he went into this character and this thing, this philosophy. Yeah, and at the time, like if you look at it that way, like he became this like this guy, this person. It was out of from darkness. Like mm-hmm. he turned, like someone like he turned his back to the league and to the fans. But then I guess later, like once we got to the later portions of the career, and then especially now, it's like nah, it's like this is, I believe maybe it was like now it is like this is a way of life. It is. You take, um, hold on. If you take like the principles, they apply to life. You know, because yeah. he he was somebody that like against all odds, you put a brick wall in front of him. It doesn't matter. He's gonna find a way. Maybe not right. Maybe not right away. But it might Yo. take a little longer. Might take some more tools. But it's going to happen. Reminds me of like he's like John Wick. Like that. I don't think what they had have been like marketing gold. Like Kobe and fucking Keanu Reeves doing something. I don't know. Like a commercial. Or Kobe being in like a new one. That would have been. Something I don't know how they even make that happen. Like you could put a brick wall. Like this is not happening, bro. He's coming. He's coming. Like the he, fucking boogeyman. Like this, this man jumped over an Ashton Martin. You believe that? <laughs> for his sake, I would believe it. I'm for that, just for that. Like he, that and, shit is crazy. And then let me just clear up because yesterday at the at the event, I Express Newark, I, I spoke a little bit. And oh, you spoke. Yeah. Oh, my man got the mic. No, Uh-oh. they didn't give me the mic, but I just spoke out loud. They didn't know what Ashton Martin was, so. Who the fuck was in this place? People, or the f- or the fake ones? No, the no, the the people running, but the the guy didn't know what Ashton Martin was. So Man, what's that? I was like, well, first off, it's a car that I can't afford right now. Um, <laughs> it's a luxury car, luxury fast car. Yeah, vroom, vroom. But uh, off the vert. 
like like tying into why you know it was shocking because nothing could stop this guy like that mentality was so true you know and we saw it it wasn't just an act it wasn't a gimmick it wasn't yeah. a talk like the celtics beat us and i say us because i'm a los angeles lakers <laughs> fan but what do they call y'all what do they call people from Los Angeles? I always like the way they the way they describe the way the coin for y'all, like Los Angelians or something like oh, that. Oh, like how New Yorkers? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. It seems it sounds nice. I'll give you that. Sounds angelic. Yeah. Um, but we got them back in 2010. 100. <laughs> percent So like, there's just like no matter what, and then for n- now, unexpectedly. You know, to be taken and not only him, but his wife and other people that were very close to him. I I read this like and I think a few people said it, too, like and I heard the news and I just expected him to come out of the ashes like holding like a Gianna. Yeah. Like he was a a superhero for for people. Mm. And, and, And this is something I've been thinking for the last couple of days that I want to say here and hope this gets out to other people. There's a portion of people, and I didn't really come across this this time. Whenever a public figure passes and and it gains a lot of attention, and there's a lot of outpour and support, and 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 people are being vocal about it through different ways. Uh, there's a portion of 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 those out there that'll that'll make comments or or say that, but people pass every day, and 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 and. Because every day, be. And, and and things happen, right? And and people die all the time. And yes, they're right. Um, people do pass, probably tons more than we ever know. I'm sure at least once a day through different circumstances that happen, different scenarios and tragedies. But it's not to say that their lives or even Kobe's life, who we're focusing on, is more important than anybody else yeah, out there. Or no e- life is better or lesser than another one. Or even the people who were in the uh, yeah. helicopter. But I, this is the thing that people should focus on and why the public reacts um, this this strong. It's the connection. It's the connection so strong. We'd be lying to you if we said I had a strong connection with, you know, just a name. You do feel it as humans, but we had a connection. You know, his touch, his reach, you know, got to a lot of people. And a lot doesn't even begin to describe the accuracy of how many people through a lifetime got to experience, whether you're a basketball fan or not, because it's bigger than basketball. It's just what another human does for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they're just numbers and stuff, but uh, this man had the, the top-selling jersey in in Philippines and in Japan and in China, China. You know, globally, where basketball maybe isn't or is a top thing there. It's just a show like the event that I went to, right? Um, the screening for. Dear basketball. Dear basketball or the memoriam. Um, there was a kid, and I say kid because he was our age, who flew from China. He he looked up if there were any Kobe um, honorings or in, in the United States, and he flew from China 
Really? To JFK. And when he found that there was going to, he looked up New York because that's a major city. And when he, when he found one in Newark, and we're not that far from New York. Why he just fly? He from China. Why he just ready in the Pacific? Why he came across to the Atlantic? Why? I don't know. I guess Damn, his why searches, just go straight to L.A. In his searches, he found like that. Newark. And like, he, that's so crazy to me. Like Newark. And he came here and he spoke about how, you know, Kobe and and I guess the American way that comes along with a public figure such as him, like mm-hmm. influences. You know those out there. So it's not that he's more important; it's just a connection. Um, I'm losing my words on what to say. He just he lived them more. I don't know what the fuck is that word that that phrase they use? Like public public life. Yeah. There we go. This is who we see every. This is <laughs> this is who we see from every October to June. Or May, I don't know how technically the I don't know the draft is like my birthday. So, but the the finals ends the week before that, right? Yeah, Two weeks before that, May June. So this is what that's like. What is that? Half a year? Yeah, half like six months out of the year, five months out of the year, and you're probably the face of the end of a sports league that already re- that reaches crossed. Ri- Rivers, lakes, and oceans, and mountains. Just because it's one of the the biggest cities in the world, of course. And I, I guess to talk about that day, um, I don't know if you want to go first. Yeah. So my experience was I was unfortunately at work, and I get like a text. I get a text from my like my group chat. And like my one of my friends saying just something like along the lines like, like yo, if this is true, like I'm just gonna like <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna start crying on this train. I'm like, what is he talking about? And then like another text was like, yeah, it's true, bro. And at this so at the, but at this at this point, I'm saying to myself like, all right, let me brace myself for whatever the fuck the news this is gonna be. And then I go like to Twitter. Unfortunately, I go to Twitter, like refreshing. I'm not seeing anything. I'm not seeing anything like news related co- popping up, and for the life of me, I can't remember what it what what the first thing was that I saw. But whenever I eventually saw it, I'm like, "What? Like, what are you? <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Like, he just LeBron just passed him yesterday in the scoring list all time in Philly." And part of me thought, like, yo, he would be in Philly, like, for that. I'm like, what's the chances that it's in Philly, like, his hometown? And the guy that's passing him plays for his team. so And they're that close together. Yeah. Now they're that, yeah, now they were that close. And then I remember my friend talking, like, yeah, it was, like, I think one of his, it was one of his daughter's birthday that Saturday. That's why he was in L.A. still. Because uh. so, even in my head, when I, I'm like, damn, so he could, like, if, imagine if he would have went to this game. He would still be alive, probably, but that's like you can't look at it that way. But it's like, damn, he'll be at the game, but he won't be at his daughter's birthday. It's weird, like how like the shit just aligns. Yeah. Like and then way like so not to like jump forward. I'm not going to, but that was basically, and I'm just like sitting there stuck. So this is like three o'clock for us, at the point that this like starts to like hit the news and like trickle really across start the country. spreading. Yeah. Because three hours back, what is that? That's 
one twelve over there. So, but that happened at nine, like basically ten o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it took about like an hour or two to like. I think it, creep I think out they of, said like, like forty minutes. Yeah, or something like that. What? For like the information too. Yeah, but I felt like I, I know it was like three or approaching three when that shit hit us. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure like when you say it, like just the trick, the, the phones just going off. And not a lot of people warrant that. Not a lot of people can like I can you can I can say Kobe stopped the world Sunday yeah. afternoon. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't happen. And that tells you the type of person he, the type of life that he lived. Like, <laughs> like that's that's like a fucking that's almost like a, like a like like just to say like Russia hacking an entire like. Everybody's phone don't go off at the same time like that. No. That's like the Amber Alert on our phones. Yeah, whenever bad weather or something, right? Like, I just remember I was in the Barnes & Noble and security guard. And from the conversation that when I looked at him, a young a kid, they were talking about Kobe. Because I guess he had, like, L.A. paraphernalia on. As you like to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, Kobe, man. And blah, blah, blah. he was like, how old are you? He's like, I'm 22. I'm like, damn, you don't know nothing about Kobe. Like, you're 22. Yeah. You sort of don't know nothing about Kobe. The man played 20 years in the league. So if he's 22, like. Like, what the fuck did he see? How old? When was he born? But I just thought that was like amazing. Like this kid, twenty-two, talking about how Kobe impacted him. I'm gonna assume that his birthday hasn't passed. Yeah, I guess. Like just a young kid. He's born in '97. Kobe was drafted in '96. <laughs> like he was 18. Kobe, he was looking at Kobe, probably tear his Achilles. Yeah. Dragging that shitty Laker team to the plate to the eighth seed. So literally, he did not see Kobe. No, but somehow, Through, Kobe reached him. Yeah, like this is something like the life that he left. Like, like I said, like not a lot of people warrant that. <laughs> like, people, that, that doesn't happen for everybody. And like, famous, that's just famous people. So that's like that just shows you how special this guy was, like sports wise, and just like as a human. Like he inspired so many. Like I know we talked, we, um, have we talked about like what, what basketball? Like yo, you want to play basketball? Like for dudes, no. I just think it's just sports in general now. That's what it actually means. Like yo, you want to go bond? While we do this, like ex, like ex, ex, extenuating like sport activity makes our heart pump like really fast and we sweat. That's that's something I was going to talk about too. Like, um, it's beyond basketball because just like what you're you talking bro- about, just like. If you break it down what these sports are like these bonding like yo mm-hmm. he inspired people to play basketball and if you really if you want to be like romanticized about it he inspired people to come together and to share their lives together yeah i want others to look at his medium as just the vessel or the metaphor mm-hmm. like what he did it's not just playing basketball yeah because that's how i decompress i'm like if my biggest challenge today is trying to put this ball through this round cylinder, man, I have it pretty easy right now. Um, but it's everything around it and how, you know, you're trying and, and the level of dedication and focus is craft. Yeah. So it's not the game. <laughs> if I knew a doctor like this, if I knew an artist like this, if I knew a, a maid like this, if I knew 
I know my mom's like this, you know? A fucking gas attendant. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is that you're doing mm-hmm. in life. Whatever medium, the vessel, the metaphor, as I, as we're calling it, like, but, but this guy, like, exceeded any kind of expectation, if there was any, and, you know, and brought people together, like you said. Um, As far as I go, I'm going to go back a little bit and say that I've been wanting to go to a game, but NBA games are very expensive. Yeah. And depending on the venue and the teams playing. Especially if you're in the New York area. Yeah, it's going to be very expensive. So I reached out to two guys that I I used to work with. He cheated on me. (laughs) In in, in on Josh. In on Jake. (laughs) (laughs) And... Uh, and I was like, okay, well, friends. out of like the three local cities, three arenas, Barclays or um, Madison Square Garden or Wells Fargo. I mean, say the local arenas. What about uh, the TD Bank? Is that what they call the TD Garden? No. Oh, Boston? Yeah. No. That's like five hours, though. That's, that's so, For some reason, it seems like it's very accessible. It feels like it should be. And I've been to Boston before. But Me too, but that bus ride is a motherfucker. I, Almost worse than going to Pennsylvania. I like took an Amtrak through. one time to <laughs> to Boston, but that's a different story for a different time. Um, so we were trying to plan all week leading up to last Saturday. Do you want to go? What's the right ticket? How much can everyone spend? And now I don't hear from one of my friends like the okay or what seating options because I gave him a couple options until Saturday, till the day of. Damn. So that morning we bought the tickets. Oh, you didn't get bought the tickets the day of. We bought the tickets the day of. And they were available, not like second like No, this is resale. This is resale. Oh. Ugh. This was a lot. It, it, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're gonna tell that point of the story too, but I don't wanna jump it. Yeah. Like it's just, it's still insane to me that you got it that you didn't know this. So I was just excited as a fan to attend a basketball game. I have never seen the Lakers live. Um Never really followed, like, not follow, like, as in watching, but but I never really, like, um, I guess the pricing and the timing, just, I never went to a game, but um, I was just excited to go and watch my team. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I get to see LeBron live for the first time, things like that. So now. Let alone that, I get to see the Lakers live. And get to see the Lakers live. Like, oh, LeBron's on the team. And, and Anthony Davis and like added things. <laughs> so then I'm looking. I'm like, I, I'm on Twitter, and someone you know says that he's 18. LeBron is 18 points away from becoming third, passing Kobe, and becoming third all-time scoring in the league's history. Yeah. So I didn't even know that like That's until that morning. Crazy. So th- My happiness was into being there. They, 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 once you heard that, did it click like, oh, that's why the resale was so high? Um, I, I just knew it was going to be expensive anyway because the Lakers are the top in the West and the Sixers are up there too. Mm-hmm. So anytime you get a major team coming in like that, yeah. it, the, the price is going to be up. let alone the Lakers. Right. Like, other than the Knicks. So I had, I was thinking, should I wear my Magic Johnson jersey? I didn't know which one to wear. I said, you know what I'm going to wear? Because it's in Philly. He's originally from Philly, and he's going to be passed tonight. It's 18 points. I know LeBron's going to skip the score that tonight. Um, I'm going to wear my Kobe jersey, my home, the yellow. 
He would a yellow up in there. And this is like, you know, pre when did they change the jersey? 2017? Pre what? Which aspect? The previous um design. Oh, so oh, I get what you're saying. The v- Not that the crew neck. It had like no, that the V neck. It had like that V like Y neck shit. Yeah, it had the V no neck. Hate that shit. Oh, I love that. I hated those jerseys. I love that jersey. <laughs> but anyhow, I wore that. And and I was telling Josh, he's like, "Oh, to stick it to the Philly fans." I'm like, "No, just because he, I think it'd be stick cool." It to the Philly fans, because <laughs> I think it'd be cool. And so we went to the game, and I wore my jersey and everything. And and I, we get home because like it was late. It was like midnight. I my I the biggest thing that I wanted to do was just change, brush my teeth, and go to sleep. So I didn't formally put my jersey away because I store them in, what do you call them? You know, like those um, those zip-ups for jackets and, like, suits? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a bunch of those. <laughs> and I, Protecting that shit. To protect them. Um, I'm not going to fold them and stuff. So, so it's like almost like I didn't retire my jersey until the morning. Yeah, exactly. So then that morning I wake up, you know, I, like, settle, use the bathroom, all of that. Then I formally put it away. Mm-hmm. I I put it back on its hanger and put it back into the storage cover. And then I was thinking, what am I going to do today? I kind of want to work on stuff, go to the library. I'm like, the weather's nice. Let me go play basketball. This is how I decompress. And when I say play basketball, most of the times it's just me, the ball, and the court. So I'm just shooting and practicing and just – being active. Mm-hmm. So I get there and I'm shooting and, and I, I had been feeling, um, I had been feeling overwhelmed and a lot of thoughts in my mind leading to that day, you know, beforehand. And then while I was playing, like I couldn't stop thinking. I didn't have like the clear mind while I was playing mm-hmm. and I'm trying to decompress. Then I take a moment to text you. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, I want to record this week. Then I put my phone down. And most times I always have my data off. So, <laughs> so I don't have to spend more money. Yeah. And I get a text from Jake because he has he has a Android. So I don't need to use, you know, what's it called? iChat. Or, yeah. You know, iMessage. And it was a couple minutes later. I think it was like I got the text like two minutes later after I texted you. So not too long after I put it down. Like, God damn it. I just put this phone down. What is wrong with you? Also, another thing is that I looked at the phone after just laying down for maybe like two minutes. Mm-hmm. I was laying down with my eyes closed, like trying to like meditate. Then I get up. I, like, oh, I kind of feel a little bit better. <laughs> then I look at the phone and... And I guess just the way my eye mind reaction works, I can see something, even like a small bit of it, and then automatically clicks in my brain. And I see a text and it says, this is terrible. And then there's a link, a website link, TMZ.com slash. And then in the bullshit, in the address is the headline, Mm -hmm. which I really, I'd rather not say, but the headline about, what happened and then my face like squished up and what the hell is this and I click on it 
And uh, I'm checking and I'm reading. Immediately, I felt warmth come from, and I'm sitting down from the bottom of my body and then filled throughout. And I start shaking as I'm reading more about what happened. And, and I just start crying. Mm. I just start crying. Um, and then, then I get a text from, pretty much I got texted from like the five people that are immediate to me. Mm -hmm. And that includes you. Starting five. And Dahlia. I'm Samaki Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be Rick Fox. <laughs> but. Uh, Devin George. I get texts from everyone. Even Dahlia knew what this meant to you. You heard about Kobe. And then my. You know a lick about sports. Yeah. And then my other friend Francisco sending me a screenshot. And Jake also messaged me through Instagram. Oh, he's just trying to, he's trying to, he's trying to kill you. And then you asked me, when you asked me, I think you were one of the last people, when you asked me, like, are you okay? Like, I knew what you meant. Yeah. Without you saying anything else. Yeah. And at that moment, I decided I'm, I'm done. I'm not responding to anybody right now. I need to put the phone down. And I got up to went to, sh to go shoot. And I'm like, I'm not believing this. And then my other part of my brain was like, you know you're you're trying to deny this right now. And I, I don't know how many shots, but let's just say I missed like 20 shots. Even layups. I was not making anything. It's like, what the hell is happening? And then I, I, I think I went back and and I kept reading more. And, and like you, I went to Twitter. Yeah. Because unfortunately, like that's... I don't know. Yeah, like it's just, just the quickest way if you want to figure something like yeah. get a gist. Like it was that. Then I went like the MSNBC on my phone and CNN. Then I went. I was like, yo, fuck this. So, like then I went to the gym because in the gym they have TV. Have TVs. So uh -huh. I put on MSNBC, and at that point, they were just saying it wasn't even like I think it did. I guess whatever it actually, whenever they actually decided to bring it up, I guess it did break, but. They were still talking. What was on TV was still the impeachment trials, like right, because that's still ongoing. Yeah. So, but then they eventually like, oh, just like for like, as reported earlier, there's been a helicopter crash in in Los Angeles and in, in in Calabasas. Yeah, over the mountains. Over the mountains in Calabasas, and all five people on board are dead. While on the other hand, on our phones. The world is hearing Kobe Bryant is on this helicopter. I'm like, yo. That's the main thing. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck y'all know Kobe Bryant on the helicopter and the news telling me there's just five people dead? And then the number being changed. Yeah. Because like by the evening, it jumps to nine. I'm like, yo, how are there nine people on this helicopter? Then like, yeah, then the unfortunate news that his daughter was in there. Because the, one of the first things that I thought was, <sighs> oh, no, his family. It's crazy. I didn't think that. I was just like, yo, who, I was just starting to like, yo, yo, who else was on this this helicopter, bro? Like, who, like, all right, Kobe's dead, but like, like, it's, it's not just him. It's not, it's not the only life. No. But I remember like that, like the first things I heard, I was hearing, they're like, yo, bro, Rick Fox is on the plane. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm yeah. like, how? <laughs> not that it's funny, but like, if it was fake, I'm like, why Rick Fox? Like, why would Rick Fox, they played. Yeah, of all people. Like now. Yeah, but then it went from Rick Fox. They're like, "Yo, bro, his whole family's on the plane, on the helicopter." I'm like, and then what? that back and forth, and and then and part of me was just like, "Yo, I'd rather it been that way." Like, other than like 
I don't know. Like, there's more of a, a. It's weird that I'm about to say this. There's more of a, a piece to that. Like, just doing two of the. Like, that's hard. Because somebody said yesterday that um, tougher than than those that we lost is those that remain. Yeah, like those that. The leftovers. Mm-hmm. Like, not that they left, but that we have to live with this now and remember this and know this and deal with these feelings. And that's just us, let alone the actual family, the wife, the three other kids, the one who doesn't even parents, parents, friends. Then that's crazy. But now I'm thinking like a kid that won't even know who he is. Like it's still it was still an infant. Yeah. Like there's no there's gonna be no recollection. Like think about that. There's gonna be no re- recollection of this man while a whole world remembers this man. But then that's the way I look at it. The like that's the beauty of it. Like how I told you, like yo, bro, his lore. Yeah, like I know because I know the reason why I texted you and then I didn't. Like yo, I mean, let me. He got to do it. He has to go through this on his own. I'm not gonna like annoy him. Mm-hmm. But I eventually did. Like, alright, let me just see. And later on the evening, like, let me just see. And then you finally responded. Like, I'm just like I'm letting him do his thing. And then you're not. You know, I don't want to say like you're not saying the headline. Mm-hmm. Like then I'm like saying like yo Kobe not dead bro like that's that's Kobe Bryant like he he's not gone like he just, he's in us all we've known we've seen him like I, we know what our eyes have seen and what we felt and it's sort of like I don't I think you, I'm pretty sure you heard this thing I'm paraphrase this thing like we only like yeah, we die it's something like we die and like we we live on as long as the last person that knows us something like that yeah some shit like that but kobe's not dead bro and like and that's something his I, physical form is no longer with us but we got all the, the good spirit. shit we got the good shit and i believe that too and i've said that too but it's just something of like i, I haven't experienced like a close passing you know yeah in in 29 years of living but that's luckily yeah thankfully but that's like the closest to to me yeah um, man and and i know what th- something like that means to you somebody like that especially like through our conversations let's see do i really have how bad it's funny i'm gonna start this like yo we're breaking fucking kayfabe today baby yeah like even though we probably live along those lines sort of I have the I have the the privilege of knowing you more than most people, I guess most regular people, like everyday people in like conversations you've had with other people. Mm-hmm. Talking about you're not even like you don't even never live there. So why do you care so much about it? Yeah. So like I know what Kobe means like specifically to you. Like no 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 no. I was like ah oh, yeah 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 yeah. There's like a couple people I'm like fuck. And then one I just remember like fuck. This is gonna hurt. Like, cause to be honest, like I'm like I said it earlier. Like I'm not even a Kobe fan. Mm-hmm. I was never a Kobe fan like basketball wise that much. But I respect the man and the craft. But for some people, this guy was is everything. Role model, like all of that. That entails with that and comes with that, and even more so for for you. So I'm just like, fuck, bro. This is gonna be rough. This is gonna be rough. The I don't think I'm good at basketball. I think I've gotten better. 
Um, the only time I ever tr- I can relate. <laughs> the only time I ever tried for a team was my freshman year. Yeah. In high school, I tried for eighth team, eighth grade team, eighth grade team. I don't know why that sounds weird. And I repeated three times. <laughs> um, I freshman team and I didn't make it. Um, my sport was track and field. Yeah. And nor was I like top of the state, but that's that was my love. Mm-hmm. Um, and. And what's it called? But I've always loved basketball um, and appreciated, like, the form. But I think I've always been able to take, like, even as a kid without knowing, and now I can, you know, articulate it, where I can take what somebody else does and apply the principles to Mm -hmm. to what I do. I don't think they're exclusive. I, I think you can cross over. Of course, it being my favorite team. You know, of of course, me loving basketball. Mm-hmm. But I see this guy, and I have to stay up till ten o'clock because <laughs> because the of the time stories. the time difference. Like damn, bro, about just like a game coming on. I got school tomorrow, bro. But I'm seeing this guy, and I hope no one takes offense when I just say this guy, but this human, like a, be the top in his craft and excel and represent the city that I love and be the extension and the bridge when when I'm not there. Yeah. But still feel the happiness every time mm-hmm. that we were winning a regular season game or that I get to drink the soda that he advertises <laughs> or, you know, eat a fry because he's he's on a commercial <laughs> and people for people look over like those connections and what they act what they mean for other people and then while living in a state that doesn't it did at the time but really doesn't have many sports franchises that are from new jersey now the devils are the only one <laughs> said it did at the time <laughs> the, the nets were here you fucking lit them up at the time <laughs> i i wore my laker jersey and really as far as laker jerseys with the exception of the magic johnson throwback they're all Kobe. The first one when I got it, when I got it in seventh grade, and I didn't know mm. a lick of shit about um, sizes and stuff. I got a champion replica that was too big. I was swimming mm. in it. Uh, it was. But you had a Los Angeles jersey. But I had with the Los Angeles. Like, he wasn't from there, but it's like you're where it's like Los Angeles, Los Angeles. Like mm-hmm. I'm like I'm repping double. Like like when they win, my city won. My, it's not just sport like yo LA one we out here and it's and it's for, like for me and and um because I don't have the luxury of like having grown up there and and like the the dreams that I aspire like to maybe I can live vicariously through my kids or or someone else like that's younger to experience life over there mm-hmm. but he um but I, I always wore it and I felt the tension and I think like through him, I liked it because I knew the tension. Yeah, as in you, you're wearing a team that's oh, not oh, here, oh, oh. and it's you know there's a lot of people that don't like the Lakers, mm-hmm. of course. But like Yankees fans here, who can relate to Jeter, mm-hmm. that's the equivalent for me. Exactly. That was like a that was a comparison I said. I'm like, yo, this is like unprecedented, like. If you can like compare this to something 
to anybody dying. This is like Jeter dying. Mm-hmm. It probably he's probably the most comparable person. Yeah. For what? Not from the area, the team that you play for, but basically being adopted, and you are you become the city that you're playing for. Yeah, you represent everything and bring titles to that city, and play there your whole career, and you're also charismatic. <laughs> And you retire and you're doing t- successful things and living past, moving past your sport. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Repro- like in post retirement. Like that's, that, it's like that's Jeter dying. And I can say the same thing. Like, I do not fuck with Derek Jeter. <laughs> it's like, that's probably the same way I don't fuck with Kobe. But everybody would, would feel it. Yeah. You know? And I was proud. Like, I'll never forget. <laughs> I was at, before I started dating a former girlfriend. I was at her house and I watched the clinching game when the Lakers beat Orlando in 2009. Oh, you bold. You wasn't even, you wasn't even watching it by yourself. You was with a girl. Uh, my friend, because I didn't have a car at the time, <laughs> he drove me. Okay. And he stayed there. Like, we got to watch this, bro. But we were just all hanging out. But meanwhile, like, I like this girl a lot. <laughs> and, like, we're building up the, the point to, you know, getting Ew. together. And my phone, I had gotten, I had a Virgin Mobile flip phone. Okay. Prepaid. Yeah. And I got water in it. So, like, it still worked, but the screen was funky. <laughs> and then when, like, it, if I squeezed the screen or, like, took the battery off for a while or maybe, like, dried it with a hair dryer, it would work again. I could see the screen. Put in the rice. Put in the rice. Um, I got a text from somebody that I went to high school with the next day that said, fuck the Lakers. But I loved it. Like, I loved it, and I wore give me the heat, baby. I wore my jersey proud, and and going back to the track and field thing, like I would wear that Kobe jersey, one of the different ones that I had. Um, I would wear it on days of big track meets. That's your good luck shit. Because that was like my way of, you know, I'm gonna take this, and I don't think I even th- thought about it as like mama mentality. I'm just like, I'm going to be yeah. what this is, but to what I do. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget one morning, I school was about to start. And they used to offer lunch in the morning before the first bell. And I would go. And I saw my track coach. And this was a day of like a big state indoor meet. And he saw me. And I was like, I just had some be fast. And he was like, well, you better be fast. And and uh, and he saw me wearing my Laker jersey. He said, "You better be like Kobe today." And like that, alo- like that. <laughs> you know al- what that means? That alone, you already know what it means. Like, all right, all right, I got you. And I think, as I think about it, I can't say that it's not related. But I also, it wasn't a moment where like, oh, I'm gonna be like this now. It wasn't as like literal as that. But I think, and I, I mean, I think you've seen this. I don't believe in the word no. Mm-hmm. So much so where like, I think sometimes it gets me in trouble, you know? Yeah. And every time that somebody challenges me, I want to do it. Yeah. I want to prove like you and, and, and myself and you being the other person and like everything else wrong. And I think that, st- that stems partly, he's partly responsible. I think there's a few others. Yeah that are responsible for, for that. Um, against all odds, like death, taxes are guaranteed, and that you should never doubt me. 
Like, because mm-hmm. I'm going to come through. And I don't, I don't know, like, what else to say, really. Like, it just, this man brought a lot of happiness yeah, to me. a lot of light. A lot of light, man. It was still funky, man. Woke up, woke, it's funky. It's a funky feeling. Like, woke up Monday. Like, nah, that didn't happen. Like, let's get the fuck yeah. out of here. Like, it's like turn turn the TV. Like, oh shit. And go on the internet and then. Like, it's just, I never like I've never had this word actually like, like, it was just surreal. Like, this is not just one of those words. Like, it's just like the popular word to use. Like, no, it is it's surreal. Legit, it's the the correct word or appropriate word to use in this moment. Like, and it's crazy. It won't be. Go, it won't go away. I'll just say this. We can. We can. Like. For for the people that are dealing with this, that are outside of the Bryant family and those families also that lost their loved ones, mm-hmm. we can chalk up 2020. Like, it's done. 2020 is over. Like, this happened in January. Now, all right, now the season has to We're going to watch the whole NBA season, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then it's all going to come back in August. Let alone he's born in August. And then a week after that is the Hall of Fame induction, which he was going. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's what makes it one of the aspects that makes it really sad. So they announced it's not going to be happy neither. It's not going to be a happy Hall of Fame. No, it's 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 not to go too far, but it's the it's the argument of why like Chris Benoit shouldn't be in the WWE Hall of Fame because like, don't bring it back up because the attention wouldn't be where it's supposed to be. And then you know, as Shaq said, like. Instead of being happy and jovial and joking, uh, oh, I got five, you got four, yeah, and clowning and just smiling, and I think Richard Jefferson said this, that Kobe probably has had his Hall of Fame speech written since he was nine. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be, it's going to be tough, you know? Yeah, it's going to be like, whenever this does happen, I'm pretty sure it's going to, I'm pretty sure it's a fact. Uh, over the the next week or so, it's gonna be the funeral all over again. Like whenever this funeral does take place, a memorial. And they're talking about how Staples is not large enough to hold the expected capacity for that. Like, oh, they would. So I think they're gonna. They have, would do that. I didn't think they're gonna do it at the forum. I didn't. The forum is bigger than Staples. Yeah. I didn't think they would do this for. They wanted to make this thing as public. Public. Like this is. It's weird. I don't know. Like. It's like Princess Diana, yeah, Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, John Lennon, John Lennon, Muhammad Ali, Aretha Franklin. Like, I'm like in my head, I'm like I'm seeing like this is the, let them, let them go do this yeah. on their own. Like I don't want to see this on TV. No, I don't think it should be televised. Um, but I know we know it is. But yeah, um, geez, what were you saying about? Yeah, the, the Hall of Fame. You know, his birthday is August 23rd. and the, Which is crazy to me. Like, his, And then the next day is the two numbers that he wore, 824. So people consider that to be Kobe Day or Mama Day. Yeah. And then the Hall of Fame is the weekend after, the 28th through the 30th or the mm-hmm. 31st um, of August. And at the end of last year, right, it was formally announced who is eligible for... Oh, yeah, basically that entire 96. Pretty like, much like a star-studded... That, that, that 96 class and whoever came after and before. Tim Duncan, Kobe, Steve Nash, Chris Bosh, 
believe there's one more in a WNBA player, and I can't remember the name right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm I'm okay to say that everyone's gonna go first ballot. They're all they all have NBA because NBA they they allow they put in as many as they can they want right. I think or so. Yeah, it's, it's not like baseball. It's not like baseball. Just quite this number and that's it. But they all have you check their CVs they're, they're qualified. <laughs> and you know, I I had told Jake like I'm I'm going to Massachusetts. Damn. Like it's not far. Yeah. I can get there. I'll get the whippy again. I don't, I'll find a, I'll find a way. Give me the truck. <laughs> give me the, give me my pickup truck. Yo. But I, I'll find a way to get there, and like. Are oh, you gonna put? Are oh, you gonna put three states in front of me? I'm gonna get there. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna go see you know my favorite player, mm-hmm. get enshrined into immortality, um, while wearing I'll probably wear all four. Damn. Jersey that once. You said you just said that in something. Oh fuck! Did somebody just retire? Something like somebody. Oh, it was Eli. It was Eli. Mm-hmm. I I think this is what I heard. Like he retired, and somebody made this statement. Like, oh now, like you're amongst the gods now. Like, like now you're in. The, like you're with time now. Hmm. Like whatever you've done now, I guess I don't know you're there. You're here now, and he's not even dead. Like something like that. Like I'm like, wow, that's such like a, a statement to say. Like you're saying, I'm like, I'm gonna see my guy, like go and like become immor- immortal. Like that's crazy. Like that's such a, like a profound thing to say. Damn, what was it? you're in the books? I don't know. Something, something powerful. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. Like I'm gonna see my guy just further ascend. And as a nice like, huh? Happens to be in Massachusetts. So in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I feel. I don't know. Like I feel like the Hall of Fame. They need to punt this Hall of Fame class. Like, like not punt, but like this should just be a Kobe thing. Just what? to not take away from yeah. Tim Dun- Tim Duncan, yeah. Chris Bosh, any everyone else, because they. Their all accomplishments, worked, yeah, yeah. Worked just as hard. All of them were competitors of his and, like, competitors and friends in the business. But, like, they guess it just has to be a Kobe thing. Because like, all the attention is going to be yeah, on like him. Yeah, how can somebody, how can the other guys come up there before and after? No, you can't. How can you laugh? I mean, even though even though I don't think this, because this, this does not have to be, this does not have to be dark whatsoever. No. It is a death, but this. But I also don't think eight. It's not the end. Seven months is enough time for some. For somebody like this. It might never, because I, I think that some things that happen don't ever fully yeah, of course. Close. Like, you don't get. What do you say? You said something to me a while, a long time ago. Not a long time. Probably two years ago. Two years ago, like, oh, you don't get over things. You just what is it? You make you just, peace with them. You make peace with it. So we're never. If you look at things that way, we're never. Excuse me. We're never over mm-hmm. anything. So you just try to bring it down to like a one percent, <laughs> but one is still yeah. one. So like my, I think I told you this. Like my idea, like yo, just have this Kobe and then Kobe enshrinement, and then next year is all of these guys will be inducted, and it still be in ha- and don't and just look past like oh their first ballot, like they're still first ballot, still even first though ballot. a year went by. But just let this like, but then again I'm like nah, we just can't have this like be this sad moment like we gotta smile like this like mm-hmm. he's like he's not here with us 
but he's still here. Like I think my friend. Everyone's been said, saying like, "What would Kobe want?" Like, yeah, yo, and it's and it's the idea that like. You're gonna you're gonna fucking play like this. This man shot free throws on one foot. You yeah, know? yo, that's like somebody was they was like, yo, bro, you're down there crying. I better start. You better get in the gym. What are y'all doing? Like, let's go. Like, why are y'all crying? Like, get the work. <laughs> like, get the work and whatever it may be. You know. Yeah. So my friend was like, he was like, this is crazy. Like, this is so un. He's like, when I say yo, this is unprecedented. Like, he was like, that's an understatement. They was like the only two MVPs to to not be alive is Moses Malone. And fuck, I'm forgetting the other. There's Prior, only, yeah, there's only two guys that are dead that are, have been MVPs in the league. And and pat and death and basketball, yeah, are not not Doesn't common. Co- yeah, it's, it's not like historically, you know, of age, that's normal. You yeah, know? Uh, Ben, who's the who's the kid from Chicago? Oh, talking about the high school kid. Yeah, who went to Maryland. Oh, oh no! Two different people. Oh, it's two different people. Oh. I'm talking about Lynn Bias. Ben, yeah, Lynn. Boston, but he went to Maryland and played. Got drafted by Boston and fucking. Mm-hmm. Sorry, he uh another untimely passing draft night. But then there's a kid from Chicago too. You're talking right? about the kid that was slain in Chicago. Yeah. Oh my God, he went to. What's the high school in Chicago? That one specifically. That one. It's not Simeon, right? Yeah. Where Simeon. where D Rose went? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yes, yes, yes. He was walking down the street. Yeah. Right. Um and, and like it was like mistaken identity. Mm-hmm. But those are two that like come to mind, but there aren't yeah. many others. Um other than what? Um Brother from Memphis. He played for Memphis. Like his like his wife basically killed them recently. Played for is the Grizzlies? Loren- is it, yeah, is it Lorenzen right? Is that him? Am I so- yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so some bullshit, like just s- stupid stuff. Like this doesn't like it, it's weird. And I say, now that you bring this up, like in basketball, this doesn't happen. Oh, and football has been a lot more. It's been plenty, and that plays into like the physical sport of this. NFL needs to stop ignoring the damage that their sport is causing to yeah people's psyche. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't happen in baseball, baseball like that much. Been, this, but it's like baseball. When deaths in baseball feel the same way this does. This feels yeah, just gut wrenching and tragic. Was the player from the Marlins, Jose Fernandez? Mm-hmm. Even though his oh. under like nasty, and then the Angels pitcher more, also more under na- under nasty situations. But for baseball, the ones that directly relate to Kobe is Thurman Munson and Roberto Clemente. Yeah, at least like for that is star status. Clemente is the only one that could compare, impacting people, yeah, race, and everything. Yeah. Everything. Thurman Munson died, even though they both of them were very. All three, these three were being done purely off of the kind, sort of the kindness of their hearts, especially Clemente doing humanitarian work. Mm-hmm. New Year's Eve. Thurman Munson just trying to fly back home to his family, get back to his family quicker. Kobe, and I thought about this, like, yo, Kobe died being a dad. Loving his daughter. Like, he died being a dad. The, the thing that, like, going, taking his kid and the, fa- and the other family to the game. The other two girls were the exact same age. They are born, born, born in 06. 13-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Fresh. I'm not going to say freshly, but probably leaving their, te- their, their first year. Their first year of a teenager. Yeah. Just doing something they love, 
And, and then that scary thought that nobody wants to think of. And I think I know what you're about to say. Like those last seconds and, you know. I don't, that almost broke me when somebody said, I'm like, yeah. I don't want to hear that, bro. Like she probably died in his arms. I'm like, I come think on. It's hard to believe what's out there, but I think I saw something that they did find him together. I don't. I don't know. I, mean, I know. As of yesterday, they said they found all nine bodies, mm-hmm. but only four have been identified. And Kobe's one of them, and Gianna is not. I'm like, she's yeah. not. Yeah, not yet, at least. But they all have, they have all the bodies, and they were identified by their fingerprints. Mm. That like I mean, that, it was a fiery crash. But I'm like that. That like gives me some sort of like peace because you know something like something like that. Like. It's sometimes if you, like it's so difficult they identify you by your teeth. Yeah, like, they gotta like, have to go to other. Cause teeth don't like burn. Like those don't go nowhere. No, that's why. So there's some so there's still sort of some physical as there's still some physical physical aspect of them here with us. I didn't want to say this. Like I wasn't gonna put anything publicly, but like to you or whomever I spoke to about, cause I didn't want to come off like as just like insensitive, but. In the part of me trying to be like looking at it like in the best way possible, it's like when he like went out in a, like a blaze of glory, like he went, you know, he <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's sort of like know? at least the way I'm how I'm connecting that is sort of like Paul Walker, yeah, like just go like even though Paul Walker is specifically literally like completely in out, sync, yeah, yeah, going out with what he's known by and what he was like. Fast and Furious, even though he wasn't in control. I mean, do we all? I don't know if we all want to be in that. Like, I guess going out on your terms when you're in peace, so as some type of peace with your exit from this physical form. Mm -hmm. Because he was the passenger, but it was in a car. I don't know, but he had no control of that. Kobe also didn't have no control. Also a passenger. Passenger, but you can you can (laughs) if you want to look at that way, he like. Like oh his yo his death <laughs> it's weird not that I'm laughing at it but like in his death it was memorable yeah there's no way. there's no way anyone's going to forget yeah sort of like a, but like so sort of like like the Sopranos like an amazing show right and then the ending is so difficult like you're not gonna like it's so what is the, there's a word they use for that like but the way they ended it make like you're not gonna forget the Sopranos mm-hmm. and that's what. Like sticks with people. Yeah, and sort of like this, even though I'm pretty sure they, they, nobody's going to forget this show, like Game of Thrones ending was so bad. Right. You can you can sort of almost forget the whole show. And maybe some people want to. Yeah, like that's how bad, like it wasn't so bad that you can remember, like not that the, the, the series finale of Sopranos was bad, divisive, there we go. It's divisive that, all right, yo, it's, it's, it's a conversation starter, like. Yo, Kobe died in the fucking helicopter accident. Like, where does that ha- where does that happen? Like, <laughs> and one one detail I don't know if you came across this was that um, the reason why wildfires happen in California at the end of August, like early fall, is because that's dry season, mm-hmm. and those fires are created through, um, well, when when the helicopter landed, it created a brush fire. Yeah. Which started spreading. Yeah. If it had been dry season, that fire could have been horrendous. Even worse. Yeah. That would have been 
and and spreading. Because that area that it, they landed in, not too far from like wilderness and, and nature. Mm-hmm. It's a difficult. It's a difficult site. I've I've heard mm-hmm. like just getting there alone. It's pretty difficult. The cleanup and what is the word? The examination of the site. I don't know if I've ever told you this. This is a little bit separate, but I've. Mind you, I haven't. I didn't live there long, and I was young. But I always think of Los Angeles, and I I heard part of this like a long time ago in some documentary. California, but particular Southern California, is such an interesting place. You pretty much have everything you've ever wanted, and and the luxury of having beautiful weather. You know, all year long. But. You could either your life could end because mm-hmm. you wear the wrong color, or the fast life and and drugs, or nature. <laughs> if it's dry, what that means nature. If it's dry season, you have wildfires. If there's too much rain, there's mudslides, mm. and then the earthquakes and the place mm. shifting. I don't know, like the place that's. Uh, can be perfect deem that as perfect paradise is that a price is almost the most deadliest place to be and i've had this like i don't know how to like even i've always felt a funny way about the west coast in general and then specifically like california and like la like if you're not from like oh if you're not from there there's no need for you to be there and that's just part that's most likely just stems from like the assassination of Biggie Smalls. It's just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, you had no need to be there, bro. Even though you went there with like good intentions mm-hmm. and like, but I don't know, just there's just something to the West Coast and then Tupac dying in Vegas. There's just something to the West that I'm just like, there's like a, there's like a, at least how this is how me and my dad and maybe others when I say the word, you'll know it. It's just, it's just a fuku to the West Coast that I don't, I just can't fuck with like that. Mm. Like yeah, I, I, I want to visit there, but I just can't see myself like staying there for too long or being there for too long. Like oh, just there's like there's like a bad juju there, man. Like I feel like they're like us as humans, we're not supposed to be there. I've I've wondered sometimes, like looking into my life, like did I come over here to maybe get strengthened a little bit more? Like it's fucking like Sodom and Gomorrah there, man. Like it's tempting. We're not meant to be there and stay there. Mm. But my go ahead. Or or like to get no, but that's just an interesting thought when you just said. Or, Even in the song that you love, like the Eagles, if you think about the song, like Hotel, Hotel California. California, yeah, the lyrics that go like you can leave, you, you can't, you can, you, what is it? You cannot leave, like some shit like that. I was just listening to that today. Um, <laughs> like it's tempting. You come in because it's so tempting, but you can never leave. Like that shit is just so creepy. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to find this real quick. You good? Um, and even the even the music is yeah. eerie. Yeah, exactly. But that's what I've always loved about it. It's so weird. Like all like I've been noticing it. Like music from like the '50s, and then even like specifically the Beach Boys. Mm. How all that music just sounds like now. If you play it and you play it in a specific way. And if you listen to it in a specific way, in a certain way, like it just sounds so eerie and creepy. Like, were they trying to tell us? Yeah. I thought Apple Music would have the lyrics. It doesn't. 
You don't? It, it blocks it. I already, I've already gone away from it. What? Not even when you hit like the, the dot, 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 dot thing? Look, it's not red. This thing here, though. Listen. See? Not even in, you know that one, right? Like you hit that? Yeah. Even in that. Uh -huh. That's odd. It's got to be somewhere in one of these albums that has. And that's from the album. But I'm just going to go through Genius. Hold on, my bad. Cause you know how like they got top songs, then they had like re they repeat that they be like, in the greatest hits. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you could probably go to their um greatest hits. Let's see, I don't want to like have it play. Yeah, I already put it down. It's interesting. Even this one don't have it. Why are they hiding the lyrics to Hotel California? Yeah, because maybe there's something up. But let me see real quick. It's like playing the song backwards and shit. I have that compilation. Worship the devil. Wow. That was some like us shit right there. It's the last verse. Damn it, where is it? It yeah, says, it's been rough, like watching Shaq talk about it. Well, I'm sorry, real quick. It says, we yeah. are programmed to receive. You can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. It says you can check out anytime you like, uh -huh. but you can never leave. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's fucking creepy. Like, uh, but watching Shaq. Um, it's rough. That's rough. And then I don't know if you saw Rick Fox talking about how it affected. Yeah, I caught his. That was like rough. Caught Derek Fisher. I didn't want to watch Jerry West because Jerry was weird. Like how we were talking about Kobe and like mm -hmm. how he plowed through everything to become this figure. It's almost like I was gonna act like it did Jerry. Like technically, Jerry's the only one that saw. Like not that he's the only one. Like the, but the yeah. Charlotte drafted him. But he but saw Jerry from the beginning. Said we gotta go get him mm -hmm. by any means necessary. Like I'm like in my head like did Jerry see all of it? Like this, we don't see all anything, but. Could he? Did he even imagine? Did like, he have this the feeling? What, yeah, like we have to get this kid. We have, we need him. And you can say this, the only guy that believed in him at that point. Like, like that's really crazy. So I'm pretty. Like, I already know how he. I don't. I can only imagine how he's taking it. He was like him he, in the shacks of the world. He looked pretty bad too on TV. Um. There's something that I wanted to tell you that, like, uh, I'm, you know, you know this. I'm big with numbers. Yeah. And I think they're part of a sign that tells us a lot. Mm -hmm. He passed on the 26th. He got drafted on the 26th. Two plus six. Eight. Big day. When month is he born? Eight. <laughs> Two and four. Six. This 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 is stuff that's like weird and creepy. There's so much adding up. I've I've seen twenty four, quite a lot. Mm -hmm. Either the two and four being together or it being twenty four on the time. Yeah. I was I sent this to you how, I was watching a tutorial, a Photoshop tutorial, and using gradient overlay, and another overlay, um, a gradient overlay, one of the numbers was 24 percent another was 33 which was his high school number mm -hmm. and then 
I didn't mention this because I wanted you to catch it. Cause I was looking for Because I saw all three. Okay. And then you were like, oh, if the angle would have been eight, I would say I would have died. <laughs> and I was like, but it adds up to eight. So what was it? It was 26? It was one. Some other. It was 125. Oh, like the like you said, why he arrived at eight. Yeah. His, his Adidas camp number, whatever fucking mm-hmm. pre-high school. Right. Or high school camp something. Cause Jersey number. One plus two plus five is eight. And then there was an there was a post like two two days after like the the incident the the tragedy. I just want to read this to you. Um, hold on, let's find this thing. The Spurs were playing, and there's an image of the ball getting stuck on the top, mm-hmm. like in that kind of cage, not cage area, but there's these the the pieces of metal that are connecting the the hoop right to the yeah. to the shot clock. Since during the Spurs game and during the first official possession, the basketball got stuck. Sean Elliott, the Spurs broadcast host, said it's Kobe's possession, which he hit, which hit deep. <laughs> and then it goes on to say, well, anyways, after looking at this picture, I noticed a few things. One, the ref's jersey number is 26. Today's date. The time on the shot clock, 24. Kobe's number. Lyles, Spur, Lyles, which is the Spurs player, is just going off by his Trey last Lyles. name. Yeah, trying to get the ball down. He wears number forty-one. And Kobe's age, Kobe's age, right? Then the clock on the scoreboard: ten, fifty-nine. Ten plus five plus nine <laughs> equals twenty-four. And it goes on to say, "Don't tell me this is not a sign." This is Tupac shit right here. <laughs> I guess with him and then everybody else, all the other individuals, I can put more him. I guess there's all the, like most of like, I guess we're just noticing it more. Like these numbers are lining up. Not to say this is like a perfect death. Or like, it's just the oddities are just. Mm-hmm. That it's just creepy. It's just purely creepy. They they always say like God's in the details, right? Yeah. And I've believed the number thing for a long time. Like this I, one is alarming. And like I don't want to go and start naming all the ones like associated with me, but I look at like I remember when it hit me. I was like, L.A. because I was wearing a Dodger hat. I'm looking at it, and I was like, A is the first letter of the alphabet. L is the twelfth letter. You add them together, it's thirteen. I was born on the thirteenth, like, and I, you know, you're dealing with like the, the supreme, like supreme numbering and alphabet shit here. It's crazy. I want to say like a shout out to um, how did I want to do? Was it this? I want to like shout out like. Other than you, I want to shout out like my like my people with like Kadir and Rashid, like big time Kobe fans. I know like going through it, like I feel for you. I feel for y'all. Like, but I know y'all, y'all got this. Okay, Col- what would Kobe do? <laughs> shout yeah. out to, to Clay. So, 
and also shout out to like all the players that are like changing their numbers like yeah like even though like i mean i'm like yo they gotta retire his jerseys but i'm like i, think I can see what the nba like yo, we can't do that like if you think about that like in the grand scheme of sports jackie robinson's the only guy whose numbers retired and that's only in his own sport in any major sport north yeah. american sport right yeah and that wasn't even because he died that was just because of his impact to the game and the and the and he world to be dead yeah so like for them like yeah this is this is very unprecedented times but i can see them not retiring his jerseys that's retired two full jerseys numbers like that is that it's, but i mean it's it you said you don't believe in this word it's warranted for him to retire like he deserves his numbers to be retired oh deserve he's yeah. earned yeah. his jerseys to be retired by the league like but if i'm like they're not even gonna retire jordan's number throughout the whole league they're not gonna retire kobe even though this is different but if if it, i'm okay i'm very much more inclined for this like the the, if the players putting it in their hands like Nah, we're not gonna wear eight no more. We're not gonna wear twenty four. Like Spencer Dinwiddie, L.A. native, mm-hmm. and who Kobe? I didn't even know that Kobe like wrote about him in his book, telling him, "Yo, you're an all star." Yeah, he was, was talking like, about that. Like yo, bro, like I bet, like I'm not. <laughs> I don't need no fucking all star game committee of fans to prove that to me. Kobe said I was. That's all I'll ever like, need. Like Kobe said that. That's sort of like Chance Rapper saying, "Yo, I met Kanye West. I'm never gonna fail." Like that's it. It's the same thing, bro. You can feel how y'all want to feel about that statement, but don't don't wait till it's too late. <laughs> if you get what I'm saying, don't wait till it's too late. There's but yeah, like he changed the number to twenty six, two plus six, eight. Like there's so many. Like yeah, man. Like I know Jaleel Okafor changed his number. He was wearing eight. Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross. Yeah. I think the only opposite I saw was Kemba Walker said he's actually going to keep eight. Oh damn, he does wear eight because he can't wear fifteen. Somebody wears fifteen on on in the past, right? Probably some some white guy's dead. I I think I know so. that's not Koozie. No, Koozie was like fourteen, right? He said he's gonna keep eight and do what? He's gonna keep eight and and live up to. I'm not mad at that, no. but I feel like even when he changed, even when he picked it, I was like, why he picked eight? Eight looked funny on him. Like I feel like he should change the number. Like not that they like he should like, I don't know. Like I feel like the the players taking it into their own hands is good, but I did recommend this to like my friend because I'm pretty. I know they they didn't know this about baseball. Like when they retired Jackie Robinson's number, mm-hmm. which I didn't know it was that year, but because I remember seeing like I saw a bunch of guys wearing 42 still. Number was retired in '97, I believe. So, but the rules is like I thought it was this, but it's this. I thought it was like if you if you have the number, you can keep it. Until like you change your team, like if you, if you happen to change your team, now you have to pick a new number. Okay. But the actual rule is, if you were if you were wearing this number before this the rule became in place, you you can wear that number throughout your career, until you retire or if you choose the number forty two. Yeah. Specifically, the player everybody remembers Mariano. Like, but I remember Mo Vaughn. Mm, we signed Mo yeah. Vaughn. He came in wearing forty two. I'm like, how the fuck? I'm like, how the fuck is he wearing forty two? Like, this is a brand new team. How are they allowed to wear that number? So he's grandfathered in. Yeah, so because it's been it's been his number, so he can wear that number. And those really are the only two team players that yeah. have last worn it, right? Technically, yeah, it should be it should be him. Yeah, Mo Vaughn and Mariano. Because Mo Vaughn didn't last like much longer after his his Met days. But I was like, yo, this NBA should just adopt. Like, all right. Whoever's wearing twenty four and eight now, 
you can wear it as long as long as you your career lasts, or if you ch- uh, uh, change, if you switch teams, now you have to now you you gotta get a new number. Now, I feel like that'd be more. What's the word? Not even accessible. Like proper thing to do. So yeah. Just like yo, give up the number now. Let's go. Like take it in from you. Yeah. Yeah. So like, if you're grandfathered in, that's it. Like wear it, honor it, do what you gotta do with that number. Other than that, like if you feel like changing it, and once you retire, it's just funny. Once you retire, of course you can't use the number no more. But like, yeah, at least because I guess like once you retire, like we the fans of that team will no longer see that that number. I know Quinn Cook also changed. I know Quinn Cook just changed to twenty eight. Um, Shouts to, to me, no bias though. Yeah, because he's Duke, and I know he was there. Yeah, the number though, he, he's my birthday. Twenty eight. Yeah. Um. I know he was there holding a Kobe jersey. Two plus eight is ten. Kobe's Olympic jersey. Mm. I just thought of that. But yeah, that's true. Um, that shit almost broke my heart too. Also, that Quentin too. Cook shit. Like, just real quick, I'm gonna say that like as an Olympian, like it was cool like seeing him interact with like kids with the kids the team. Yeah, where LeBron and Wade. Yeah, and also other from other sports. Uh, hanging out and talking with Bernard Lagat, uh, hanging out with um, um, jeez, oh, how can I forget her name? Jones, um, Hurdler. From America? Yeah, Hurdler. Oh, you talking about the Jones? No, no. Marion? No, 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 no. Maybe has a different name. Let me just look this up. Um, but just hanging out with the different athletes. I definitely, I know, I've seen pictures of him and. Oh my God! It's the, it's the time. Uh, the swimmer, what's his name? At that time, yeah. Or right now, Mike, Mike, not Michael Phelps. Yeah, Michael Phelps. Okay, yeah. Michael. Um, and the bray wearing the berets that they did when they came into that had to be 08, right? So it had to be China or, or Be Beijing. Beijing. Um, with the opening ceremonies and shit. Hmm. I mean. It's interacting with his other contemporaries. Right, exactly. Cro- Excuse me, across sports. Other Fuck. top like, of yo, their profession. Like, yo, I'm going to go talk to the javelin thrower. Like, what? Yeah, I'm Kobe. Like, that image of just biting the, the gold medal and a lot of a lot of lasting memories and photographs, photographic memories of Kobe Bean Bryant. There's something you were going to say? About which part? Uh, before I... Diverged into the Olympics. Was it Quinn? Oh, Quinn, yeah. Shout outs to him. Oh, yeah, like Quinn, like, who is a current Laker and from the East Coast, a current Laker, like, the night is like Sunday night, like, going to Staples Center. Yeah, he was and, there. like, outside, like, with his throwback, a throwback to the Minneapolis Lakers lost. No, not even like color wise, it's a throwback to. I don't know why I'm so geeky with this shit. Okay, I'll, I'll color wise, it's a throw. It's a I'll, an homage to the Minneapolis Lakers, but it's a, the Jerry West Blues Los Angeles Laker jersey. So the one that he was hand, holding in hand is actually the Mitchell Ness throwback of the circa 04, 03, 04. Which is hard too when they brought those back as like a. Because the team started um, bringing throwbacks. Yeah. You know, old versions of the uniform. And that Lakers blue with the script is Los Angeles. It's the first few years when they came from Minneapolis to Los Angeles. Right. 
and the original colors when they came to LA were blue and baby blue, like yeah. a, a royal blue and a baby blue. And he's he's like clinching it. I wonder what number it was. Eight. Cause I've seen. I think I've seen like twenty twenty four of those. He played in. He, he? he might have brought those back when he changed his name his number yeah. to twenty four. Um, so like, but yeah, that shit hit, like him, he was clenching that jersey, like, mm-hmm. and his head down on the railing. I, I don't know, but everyone like, especially Los Angeles being a melting pot, you know, heavy Hispanic uh, population, mm-hmm. and just everything in between. I'm I'm a product of that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm mixed. Whatever, no, no matter what anybody says. I'm equally two things yeah. forever, you know, um, and that's that that's that's our man, that's our guy, you know. He's he's our champion, and um, I don't know. I think we should probably finish like with some like fond memories of him. Yeah, I mean they're gonna be fond for you. Yeah, <laughs> we gonna keep it real. Fuck, we gonna keep it real. Like fuck that. I hated the Lakers. Hated Kobe. Shaq's my guy. <laughs> Bring it on, man. I'm doing the Chappelle as uh <laughs> as uh what's his name? Rick James. Oh wow. <laughs> but yeah, nah, but like just like I was saying earlier, also I guess I'm pretty sure this is fine, but like like I said, like yo, Eli. This is the crazy, but this whole last week was like sports wise, heavy sports week sort of. New York, New York base wise, Eli Manning retired from football, mm-hmm. and then comments were being said. Drew Brees said it, and somebody else had said the same thing, saying you can't tell the story of the NFL without Eli Manning. And they would go along to say what other things, like the draft and whatever else that he's been involved in. You can't tell the Super Bowl without Eli Manning. You right. can't tell you can't tell the story of Tom Brady without Eli Manning. You can't tell the story of Bill Belichick without Eli Manning. And just stuff like that. Like these people these people are threaded into stories and histories that we really like take uh, take for granted. So I think it was Rachel Nichols that I saw that said it. Like you can't tell the story of the NBA without Kobe Bryant. You can't tell the story of Los Angeles without Kobe Bryant. Like it's just plain and simple. Like can't tell the story because like like the one and done rule without Kobe Bryant. He popularized like one of the coming out of high school along with the, the Garnets of the worlds. Garnett, T Mac, um, the list goes on even up until LeBron. LeBron, you know? like he's a part of not just sports history, just I mean, he is American history, like just life history. So I don't know if you want to hang your hat on that. Just think about that. Like it's it's his time is over, but we still got the stories. Yeah, and as you said it, I like I read it over and over again. Like no one or nothing can can tell me what I saw or how I felt or exactly or how I experienced. You know. Yeah. It happened. It happened. And I'm sure I can find many of people that can <laughs> tell you something very similar. Exactly. And shit like that, I think about like you have the whole USC shit, and like I guess it all related back to LA today in Southern California. Like you took away the championship, you took away the history. Te- you technically on paper you took it away, you took away the Heisman. Like, bro, I got two eyes, and most of the time I have four eyes. And sometimes like, I have six. Yeah, like 
I know what I saw. You can't take that away. Like, yeah. you're not going to. So, Kobe is never gone. Even from the, from a guy that play, playing wise disliked him, but he's just one of those guys you hate him, but you want him on your team. And that's a superstar. That's not even like the glue, one of the glue guys. No, he's so he's the I mean, backbone. Yeah, along with me hating him, like <laughs> let me stop saying hate, I mean, disliking him. Because <laughs> um, I remember when I was like when I was younger, like just like like you said, like yo, I wasn't good at ball. <laughs> like so, I wasn't really good at ball, but I just play because all my boys play. I'm a, I'm athletic anyway. Like as long as I just do my best or whatever, just go hard, just have fun. Yeah. I'll fit in somehow Like whatever it is I know I ain't trash I'm not trying to talk shit Tell you I'm nice to you Like whatever You can bust my ass Whichever way Yeah But I had seen this Whatever it was It was like Kobe showing you How to hold a ball And shoot the ball And I was like yo If Kobe say That's how you shoot I gotta shoot like that So That's my like A little silly Like thing Like yo We all have like That little I have a Kobe thing That relates back to us Or him so like yeah, Kobe told me how to shoot. Even though even after that, I still didn't do that well. But I still hold the ball in that in that Kobe manner at least. Like other than like how many other kids you know doing the fucking jab, the jab step into the fadeaway mm-hmm. shit. Even though many other players made it not famous, but like I get that it all comes from Kobe. Like just the not the crazy in what's the word nonsensical shots Kobe took yeah so like the kind that you would take in a video game yeah you can even say like Kobe birthed this Steph Curry shit like range or like even further than that Gilbert Arenas Mm -hmm. LA based guy or Cali based guy like Like, that's somebody now I gotta listen I gotta hear what Gilbert's talking about right now like that damn I know he on a post he said like He's like, all right, I'm fine. He's like, I'm finally doing this. Like, I'm not. I'm gonna stop. Like, you know, expressing things like through through social media and like, and like Kobe told me like, like stop messing around. He's like, I'm starting a youth league, and and you know, following up through that and make sure that that kids get to play and and develop and yeah. Develop scholarships and stuff. That's what I liked most about Kobe. Even like it was fun. I think some of the stuff was like funny, but he was like dead ass about that shit. Do you remember when? I probably, probably didn't remember that long ago. Like he was doing like telling specific play, coming going to certain players and telling them what their goal was for the season. Yeah, he told Giannis that he would get MVP. Yeah, like yo, this is like I think what what, what it was something. It was like on social media though. Like also, yeah, right? and it was got, like hashtag mom, but something like yo, you gotta do this. Like, this is what you're gonna do. This is your goal for this year. They got to season. the point where some players were like, like dead asking like, Kobe. I was like, well, what about me? Like yeah. me, me, me next. Like I remember what was like Oladipo, one of them also, mm-hmm. like just telling them. I heard something they were talking about. I think, but this is when he was playing, like how cerebral Kobe was, like any way he could to get under your skin or just get in your head to fuck with you. Yeah, like I think they say he went to Rustbrook one time, or like in the off season. It was like, yo, why can't like I don't? I, I didn't take it that way, but they were saying like that's what he was like most likely doing. Like, yo, like they was trying to say like he basically broke apart KD and Russell, sort of maybe the way I'm about to say it, the way they s- described it. Like he told him like, why can't you be the scoring champ? Hmm. Why can't you take all the shots on the team? Like, why are you gonna let him take all the shine and shit like that? You're trying to give him like. Like yeah, you're, like, you're part of this too. Yeah, like yo, you're a star, bro. Like, don't let them do. Don't 
don't you're not second fiddle to nobody. But they were trying to say like that was him getting underneath his skin, like mm-hmm. like egging on like yo, like are you better than him? Like I guess they're trying to say like if the less the less shots Durant takes, yeah, the better. <laughs> but if they look at like that fun is funny and cool. But I see there's like the mom mentality, like goal mamba goals or whatever i forget what they coined that shit like mamba goals or challenge he was a master psychologist yeah like whatever way necessary to get under you then get through your skin no not to like just completely take over no go ahead. i don't maybe you heard this shit both of these stories okay these little stories they both one relates back to Kanye, who also gave like I I I really appreciated his message, like yeah, his little tweet out. But like I remember like hearing like Kobe helped write the remix to Power. But you know how right gets thrown yeah. around. What like, if it was just like oh instead of yes, yeah. I know Kanye's like big on like he gets everybody his credit that helps like to a song and to the music. And because of just like the the just like how it's supposed to be, it's. Marked as written by, yeah. Maybe it's like instead of saying it like this, yeah, say it like it's that. a little note, yeah. Like, so that was like, what for the life of all this time? I'm like, what Kobe? Then it been like the picture of him and them in the studio. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is real. And then, so, there's that, and then why am I forgetting it? Oh, I saw this, I saw this video. Kobe talking about like when you say, Oh, we got them, we got them back in 2010. Like, I saw this video of Kobe talking about, like, yo, I lost game six on purpose. He was like, I want, like, I like I wanted to see the purple and gold confetti come down to Staples. I'm like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Like, I was so mad. If that's true. When I uh-huh. heard that, like, you purposely lost in Boston so you can come back and get the parade. Like. And they'll have to travel and have to have to send them travel across the country. Yeah, sad. Send their ass back to Boston. Losers. Like, yo. I was like, I was so heated. I'm like. He did not just say that. Like I just thought that at that point I was like, "Yo, this is just Kobe. Like this is Kobe being Kobe. Like this is some bullshit." I love the stories that came out in, like the last few years, four years since he's been retired. Like, um, what what is it like the the Belichick like family tree? Yeah. Of of coaching, or he came from uh, Bill Parcells' yeah. family tree. Yeah. It's like you can bring that like this Kobe tree. Yeah. Dwayne Wade's of the world like so many but I love like the stories of, like this guy like as good as he was he never hesitated to to try to keep learning and, mm-hmm. and bettering himself and know that like, hey like I don't know everything mm-hmm. he went to Dwayne Wade and asked them because Wade and the he played the Celtics in like the previous round or earlier what I gotta do, bro. he's like what do I do to get past like the this big this like these- the, the defense that they were playing against, yeah, he like felt the that Lakers. They, they felt that they were, this is this is the way to do it. And he went to Dwayne Wade, not even Pat. No, <laughs> with the way the what the, the player, not the fucking scheme or, or Spolstra. Was it Spolstra already at that point, or was it still Pat? Two thousand and and nine, ten, or was it fucking Stan? But ultimately, it's fucking Pat. Yeah, <laughs> but he. He went to him because they played the same position. Yeah. And and Wade was, like, cutting through their defense because they would, like, double and sometimes triple. But the way they would switch on, like, they were manipulating the floor space. Mm-hmm. He must have forgot that he was flash. And, like, you can't do what I do, Kobe. 
<laughs> but that helped him out and yeah. whatever little whatever that he gained from that that you can never like be too big to go to somebody else like your contemporaries mm-hmm. to get something and not just get something from them but like to learn from yeah. them and just the i read one about uh luke walton one time came hung over <laughs> it came into practice hung over and <laughs> And Kobe found out, and he smelled his breath. And he's like, okay, um, I want Luke to play defense on me oh all practice. And he's like, he told everybody else, don't help him out. He dropped 70 on him. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he barfed. Oh, like, that, that, that was his morning after right there. That's the, that, was, that was his OJ. Whatever the fuck is hangover remedy. Yeah, yeah, come go out, Kobe. And then the, all morning, bro. And then the myth stories of like how he used to play one on one. Like in high school, he would spot the uh, the opponent ninety nine, and be playing to a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> this is the way he beat a motherfucker. Give him ninety nine, and that's like part of the lore and, yeah. and the fun. Um, and then he was just more talking like in the last couple of years. Not yeah. that he didn't speak before, but he's opened up more, man. Yeah. Like he wasn't he came out of that black that black mamba cave. He put the Batman suit away. Yeah. Like that's sort of the sad part. Like he's like that means like maybe he was like for the for like second half of his career, he was this dark figure sort of. Mm-hmm. Like very low key. We didn't even notice it how dark he was. And just this razor sharp focus. focus. It's it's sad when you look at it this way, but hey, he got two championship battles, but he looked pretty happy to me. Yeah, almost got three. Um, <laughs> and just like to list some of like I I could list like so many, but um, I know like I knew of it, but I wasn't watching basketball like as much like in the original three. That's like my peak wrestling mm-hmm. era. Um. Or like the you know the grandest, but two thousand and nine and ten, like graduating high school, and that's already a high in itself, yeah. and being on top of the world, and then my team, and then my team are is champions there, yeah. of is the champions of the world, like that's like me when the Giants won the first Super Bowl, exactly. Like nigga, I ain't coming to school on Monday. Y'all crazy. I'm watching the parade, bitch. I'm coming in my compressions. Yo. <laughs> I'm coming in with the sl- one leg sleeve. And then, you know, 08 was like, it was tough. And and growing up, really, I've only known two other people that were born in L.A. and, like, grew up here. And one kid who was really good at basketball, like, we saw each other and, like, we knew. We knew the feeling. We knew the feeling of losing to Boston. But when they came back in 2010 and we when we played them, like the happiness and the joy I had just started my job So I was like <laughs> I went to NBA.com And I And, bong, I, bong, and, and bong, I bought the hat slurp. I bought the shirt But I Complaining They were complaining It was like again They were like Boston, LA Like I was like yo What do you complain about But like, it's been two years And it's like it, that, They didn't oversaturate that Yeah they were like I don't know why people were complaining I mean I wasn't a fan of neither franchises But like Nah, this is important. Like, this is the Lakers and the Celtics. I don't care what happens. To start a decade. Yeah, like, this is important. This needs to be happening. Like, this is like, this, this is why it makes me mad, sort of step away from, like, Kobe. Mm-hmm. Like, the, how, the, where the New York Nick franchise is at this point. Like, it makes me like, yo, like, NBA, NBA, the NBA is better when the Lakers or Boston is good. Yeah. 
It's good for business and it's good for the league. It's good when baseball and the Yankees or the Dodgers or the Red Sox, but maybe mainly more the Yankees and the Dodgers are good. Mm -hmm. Then in basketball, it's the Knicks and the Lakers. Yeah. The league is better if these two franchises, if not both, one of them is good. Especially when it's both. Yeah. That's like both. You're, you're like, everything's in sync. Yeah. But like the Knicks have been bad for so long. Like, that's what I'm like. That's why I appreciated like, Boston and the Laker right that in the finals once again. Like we didn't get we're talking about generations that never experienced that. Like Magic and Bird is that's folk tales to us. Like 'cause we didn't we weren't born. Yeah. But got to experience that twice. Exactly. Like oh my God. Like And that team was so like as a fan, biasly as it was so much fun. Like, yeah. I love Ron Artest. I, I never really had a problem with him. I think when he would bump heads with Kobe when he was on the Rockets, I just laughed at him. Yeah. Because I knew Kobe was like, and that's going to push it off. Mm -hmm. But what he did for our team and, and players like Shannon Brown and, and Paul Gasol and, and Vujicic and Sasa Vujicic. And, and, and Derek Fisher coming back, mm. you know, to get two more. Um, Lamar Odom. Lamar, who like. Those fucking Swiss Army Knife. For that team, he um, he can you know we could talk about him forever, but like Andrew Bynum, Bynum, who else? Who else on that fucking? What's that? That I, I know Ariza was in the '09 team. Trevor fucking Ariza who, from a who, Nick. Who's an LA guy? LA went UCLA. to UCLA. Was actually in competition with being the top player in the country coming out of high school with LeBron. Mm. Um. But uh, I remember buying, and I still own this shirt. There was a L.A., uh, for lack of a better term, because I know we don't like this here, streetwear <laughs> brand okay. yeah. um, called Fresh Jive. Yeah. And, yeah. No, hell yeah. And they used to have a lot of nods to L.A. stuff. Fresh Jive's still good. Are they still around? Still but Because they, they've modified. Yeah, they, they're they a little more, not vague, but more broad. With their shit, but this that's that street wear legend that legend shit right there. Especially if you go back to that era of like oh nine. Karma loop. This is karma loop. This is backpacks coming back again. I mean, I never left, but this is like <laughs> this is like Cuddy Kanye era. Yeah. Um, Pharrell. Um, but they came out with a shirt at the time when where like listing like the design of a name and a name and yeah, like the ampersand. Tribe yeah, right was being done a lot and they did the starting five always wanted one of those shirts. for the celtics it was a black shirt it came in black and white i got the black shirt i listed the starting five so it said pierce i don't remember the order but it said like uh perkins rondo, rondo allen pierce. garnett pierce and each one was crossed out with a yellow and purple x it would alternate so Yellow X, purple X, and then so forth. So forth. And on the bottom, in yellow and gold, in the Lakers typeface branding, it said revenge. Like, yeah, I gotta, like, bye. My, Add to cart. My friend show, showed me the shirt. We went to PacSun. I paid the thirty two ninety nine mm -hmm. for it. I've owned that shirt since 2010. When the last time you wore it? Maybe some years ago. Mm. You gonna pull it out? Might have to pull it out soon. But... <laughs> Uh, 
you know, that image of Kobe standing on top of the scores board. Bro. You know, with his hands out and you could see the fans and the confetti. Um, the jubilation in his eyes and his smile and the whole team. Um, the pop, that, that roaring, that tingling feeling that you could feel as the seconds are coming down and you know the Lakers are seconds away from gaining another championship, 16 to be exact. Um, <laughs> Let it be known. <laughs> and, and then the pop that comes from it and then – I love L.A. playing inside <laughs> Staples Center. Uh, you know, as a fan living here, like, those are my connections to back to home. That's just like, what is it? What's, what does my man say? Like, this is Dodger baseball. Like, Vince mm-hmm. Scully. Just, yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's all these threads. The shot over Wade. Um, the 61 against the Knicks. I can't, I can't recall. Of course, the 81 that he did on the 22nd of January in 06. Um, so in the same week. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, just like, yo, we just. Yesterday was LeBron. A couple of days before that was the 81. Like, I remember just, I had just sent in my group chat, like, the, the, the Jalen and Kobe commercial. Yeah. Hey, Kobe! He's just sick. Like, fuck. Like, how many do you want? How many hours do you want? 81. Yeah, like the the stretch in 07 where he, I think the lowest that he scored was like thirty four. <laughs> um, just uh, you're just doing the running running the moments down. I, somebody, somebody like, oh, what's a top? What are the top five Kobe moments? I was like, I'm like, yeah, the eighty one is crazy, mm-hmm. the sixty one is crazy, the championship, but I do not care. At least top two or this, it's for me, it's like one, the fucking alley to Shaq. Yes, against Portland. Against Portland. Like I gotta go back and watch that game in its entirety. Like that, that still me as a kid. I like Portland. That was you I was like Portland. I was going for Portland. I was a Kings fan. I loved those those Western Conference teams back then. Mm-hmm. I'm only being a Knicks fan, but I just fucked with that Portland team also. But I just knew, like even at that age, I knew what that image meant. Like him throwing the lob to Shaq with the left, and Shaq. Staring at his hand on the weight, like, and then know, like coming down, just seeing like a colossal man, just like running down the court, yo, coming back, like talk about pops. Yeah, that had to be more, other than the championship moment. You're talking, you said a little just before this, like these are probably the biggest pops in Staples Center history. He he built like him and others, of course, like built that that arena. Um, just like to name a few more. I know one that may seem obscure, but, like, I guess being 13 at the time or 12 going on 13, I I remember I remember the night that he had one of the court – he had a court meeting. You know, he had to travel to Colorado, and the Lakers were playing Denver in L.A., mm-hmm. ironically playing the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. He comes back at, like, halftime or, like, midway third quarter. Was this for the case? Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't, like – uh, the the settling case. It was something. It was one of the hearing, like one of the the court, one of the times he had to be at court yeah. like, through the whole process. He comes in and they play him in the fourth quarter, and then he he makes the game winning shot, fadeaway, <laughs> falling fadeaway, like where he lands sitting down, Holy shit. top of the key, and and the place explodes and like i think every time after that that i ever stepped on a court not playing even just being on one or seeing a hoop 
like I pictured my I put myself in the shoes like imagine like going out on top like that and that was just a regular season game and shooting a fadeaway and falling it was just it's like the whole the thing that's like jumping off right now and my friend has said like it's crazy like the thing like when we were doing it we thought like the only people that were doing it were us and our friends but the whole world was doing it talking about the whole you got to like the, the roll the piece of paper and shooting yes. and shouting, screaming, screaming or whatever, just shouting Kobe, like just taking the shot, because that's what that like for me. That's what that goes right back to. Like mm-hmm. I, that's me. Like I think I envision myself doing that. Like, and it's really crazy. When I saw that shot, I was like, wait, everybody else was doing this too. Like, because I forgot. Like, wow, we really were doing that. Cause we know he just Kobe just takes the most ridiculous shots and whatever shot. They got to the point where they were guaranteed. I mean, fadeaway corner th- <laughs> corner threes, Yo. but not just fadeaway, but side fadeaway. Yo, uh, anything to make it difficult. Like my my friends Jake and Francisco, when we play two K and make our our organ like creative teams, nobody would touch Kobe. Like no, it's his. Yo, like, you, yo, like you know, yo. like you want Kobe first, right? Like, yo, yo, that's like uh, my friend Arrow. He loves LeBron. So, like, we play the we do the team ups. Let's say we had like one of his teams, like you know, somebody's picking up a LeBron. Got to pass him up. We had like a, we had like a we had like a fantasy league in two K one year. <laughs> <laughs> I had the first pick. Oh, and he Le- couldn't pick LeBron. I picked Le- I picked him. I was like, yo, fuck out of here. I'm picking LeBron. Yo, he's like, yo, I'm not playing. <laughs> he's like, I'm not playing it. He like, I don't fuck with you no more neither too. So he's dead serious. Yo, I was like, wow. Like he really loved LeBron, so they already know. Like just how you were like, yo, nobody pick Kobe, y'all. Don't touch him. Even today, don't I, touch him. <laughs> even today, I was, I was talking, I was giving critique, you know, in class, and I told, I told one of the students like, hey, like, just forget about that. Like, as like, pull, like trying to be so much like the the, the inspiration you're pulling from, because mm-hmm. you're not just like. You're like mimicking too much. I was like, just grab it, throw in the ball, and I just went like that. Kobe. And and the kid said, Kobe, like underneath his breath. And I wish, like, if I was you, I wish I were like, well, you're never gonna forget that now. No. But I was like, imagine just like having that shit, like just. And this is today. Get recorded. And just let that shit go and just. Yeah, I just Kobe. went like this, and you know, and I'm sure probably others in that room thought it too. And like the stuff like later on, like I'm sure him being on Nike pushed my love for Nike even more. Yeah. I mean, that, the commercials with with the the uh, the Kobe system with Kanye. So now you're bringing in two of my worlds together. You could say the same for you. Um, Hilarious. And then I, me and a former friend, like we remember just like posting on each other's Facebooks. That series of commercials that Nike did with the puppets. Oh hell yeah! And I'm I'm one of I don't I'm not even gonna put a label, but I'm unique in a way where like I was like I want those puppets, like I want to own those puppets. I can imagine. I only imagine who would have those. You think Nike has them? They must have those. But they they were like in terms of like characterizing them. Yeah. They're Muppet versions of them. It's crazy. That had been making its rounds. I think it's mostly because of LeBron passing him. Yeah, yeah. Like that one specific one there in the crib, like they was playing the 21, I think, or mm-hmm. something. And like, 
And then LeBron gets the phone call. He was like, oh, who's that? Whatever. They said, you can't guard me. And then he's like, oh. They start going in. I just like the end, the ending of that commercial. Like, I'm like, this is just like gold here. Like, they pan out and they have like these little statues of a snake and a lion. Mm-hmm. Like the emblems of like Kobe and LeBron. I'm like, I'm like, if there's any way, if you can't get those Muppets, I would try to get those fucking the, those, the statues. Like, and there was a series of those commercials. Yo, you do, because they were because they were initially LeBron's commercials, the puppets. Me and my friends, well before this, like what we always talk about those Muppet commercials, those, you know, those whatever Muppet puppet commercials, LeBron, like LeBron going into the barbershop. And Big Z's in the barbershop. Like, yo, Big Z. Yeah. What's, What's up, up, homie? What's up, LeBron? The CEO. <laughs> like, and then we had found out who was the head behind it, and who specifically voiced LeBron. Who? And basically wrote the shits. Who? And this even connects. Pat, it's Keenan. Thompson. Yes, that's the voice of LeBron, and I'm wow. pretty sure he wrote those shits. So he like, did the puppet too. Yeah, you, you like, now you now you listen, you're gonna hear him now. Like, I'm, it's funny wow. that you never heard him before. That's Keenan, Keenan fucking Thompson. All that, and I'm pretty sure Kobe was on all of that in what '96 to 2000 or something. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So like, imagine that Keenan was a kid at that and during like Kobe's. So Keenan's like us, and then he come, then he gets whatever years those were. He's doing Nike commercial for LeBron, and then they add Kobe into these commercials also. It's the Kobe versus LeBron shit. And it's LeBron before the rings. And you know what's? He's 41. Oh, Keenan. Yeah. Oh, they're the same age. They're the same age. How is that possible? Because Keenan was a baby. Nah, I lied. He was a fucking teenager, basically. So he's probably 16, that. 17, all that, and when they got their own show. Yeah. Him and Kel. <coughs> so... Yeah, Lee, now you're gonna go back and try to find all those commercials. That's Keenan, bro. I, I want to find them because I know at some point when I had like gone back to the deep archives of Facebook, like a lot of those links were broken, and yeah. so I don't know if I got to do some research, but um, how to how to close this here? Cause yeah, um, damn, I think there was like one more thing I wanted to say other than the commercials, but uh. I don't know if you want to, you want to start us off with the. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Like we done, we try to, we try to do the best we could here with this. Yeah. Under the circumstances, we gave you the sad shit. We gave, I don't know, man. Like, I don't want to like give like that, like how Kobe, like when he retired, like the final game was just like I don't know, we just do the Mamba out. Like it is this Mamba out, but it's not Mamba out. Like, and it's weird. Like, and then even when he retired, the sneakers like they were no longer. Like like the Kobe eights and this or that, just Kobe AD. Like and then that's like also eerie. Like it's after death. Really this quick, is, did you hear what T Max said? Nah, he said like um, he always thought Kobe was crazy for saying this. And of course, like when somebody says this, like at any point, you're like ah, stop talking like that. He's like, I want to die young. <laughs> he's like, I don't. He's like, I. You know, want to have like a, I want to have a legacy where like it's fixed like on that. Yeah, and you know him and T Mac, I'm crossing my fingers right now. They're like, I never knew that. They were so close. Uh, yeah, yeah, I said that on the jump just like two days ago or Damn. earlier in the week. That's what he was talking about when I saw him. Mm-hmm. Damn. Damn, I don't know. Like we were saying, having the early conversation, like this romanticizing dying young. I don't know, just like I know what I I relate that back to like John Michelle Basquiat. Yeah. 
like saying like just I don't know if he said it or he wrote it down like just you're leaving a beautiful corpse or something. We just I don't know. That goes to James Dean as well, right? Yeah, like just that whole twenty seven club shit. Like I don't know. Even twenty like twenty five. Yeah, just yeah. dying young. No, but even that like Kobe trying to get back like niggas turn twenty four like yo it's a Kobe year. Yeah, it's like going twenty three Jordan year. So the twenty four was Jordan is Kobe year. So. I don't know. We just have these. I don't know. We equate these things like, "What is supposed to make it past twenty five? Like that shit. Like now, we guess like this goal age. Or I just want to reach forty one, bro. I'm just trying to get past forty one. Like it's crazy. Like I don't know. Like a black male being oh, making eighteen, make it to twenty one. Gus Cope make it to twenty three, make it to twenty four, make it to twenty five. Then now, I guess I'm trying to make it to forty one, bro. Like and gotta get, gotta get one, gotta get over Kobe now. Yeah, instead of one, that. instead of one over Jordan, it's one, over one over Kobe. Kobe. Um, yeah, and just even in the times that we live, where and nothing's ever guaranteed, it never has been, but you just never know. At sixteen or whenever this was that I heard, <laughs> quick quick story, I got a I got a PSP in high school that I found. I started downloading stuff through LimeWire. <laughs> and one of the things that I downloaded was a bunch of Skid Skid Rock. Kid no, Chris Rock, excuse mm. me, the timing. Chris Rock um skits from like a CD like a CD of his comedy. Yeah. And me and my friend at the time just laughing, him sharing an earbud, me sharing an earbud, laughing at this cuz all this stuff is new to us. This is probably like 10 years old or somewhere in between a 10 year timeline. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing that he said in a joking fashion, but a lot of it, again, like the truth resonates, mm-hmm. right? I uh, said, why? Cause you never know. And of course the way his inflection is, is, yeah. is funny, but it's true. Uh, you don't, mm-hmm. you don't ever know. Um, how many times you hear somebody like, uh, this is a popular one, somebody serves for the military, you're probably in an environment where the probability of, of not surviving is very high. And then you survive that, you come back to civilian life, and and then you get hit by a car. Bang. Or you never know or, it's your time. Or you choke. Now now you come back to c- civilian life where you're, the, the probability of of survival is a lot less than previously, mm-hmm. but then you still pass. You never know. Um, and I do think one of the biggest things that's happened from his, his everyone else's, that, that was in the helicopter's passing is that he's making a lot of people move. Um, they're, they're coming together, they're uniting, uh, they're talking, they're just gathering together. Um, a lot of people I know personally we were biased to this people a lot of people are making art. Yeah. You know, being creative with murals and, and photos and Hopefully for the right reasons. Yeah, for the right reasons. Not just because it's cool to do. Yeah. And um, you know, we wanted this to happen today or just happen, period. We just made it official today. Like mm-hmm. Because we had like a lot to say, and I mm-hmm. think this is like a therapy session. Yeah, at least it's a release. For, yeah, 
like oh, I don't say it's letting go, but letting go, like it's all right. Mm-hmm. We've come to some sort of peace, not complete peace, but we'll never. But we're moving on, like what we're doing, what we're <laughs> what we think, what Kobe want to do. Now it's time to get back to work. Now, yeah, become just continue to become a champion. Yeah, and um, I know Vanessa spoke for the first time last yeah. night. And I, I'm not even gonna pretend like I even know how difficult that is. But mm-hmm. I hope that his spirit, and I'm not, I don't like follow a specific religion or anything. But uh, his spirit and like the forces of the universe, the things that make things shift, uh, and his strength while he was alive can brought down wherever it's coming from and. And that she can get that, and 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 um, Bianca and Natalia and Capri and his parents and her parents and everyone else involved too. Um, hmm, because when you have somebody that touches that many people, again through just a vessel, in this case basketball, that's to fill in the blank. And I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you ever really recuperate. Yeah. You're forever a changed person. Mm-hmm. Not the same. Per- we're not the same people we were Saturday. I, we're not the same people we were Saturday. I know what you said really struck me that um, we we lost a part of our childhood, and mm-hmm. I know that makes it tough. But at the same time, like you said, we we don't because that's always forever embedded into the DNA and our makeup and our fabric. You know, when we tell stories, or even like when we have kids and boy or girl, they're like. Daddy, what's that that you're wearing? And and then, you know, that's go listen to my podcast. No, <laughs> but that's that's a whole like bonding moment there too. Yeah, you pass on now. You're passing Kobe down, mm-hmm. further passing him down. Now he's an heirloom. He's a treasure that you pass down to the next generation. So I don't know if you have one last thing to say before I. Nah, man, I don't know. I'm pretty, like, I don't know, like, you never know, man. And just, like, I don't know, just continue. As long as if you get anything from this, like, just do the, just do what what we can control and at the best of the abilities that we can and, like, mm-hmm. just be at peace with yourselves. And, and tell and show people you love them all the time and not through text and not through emo- if you can, emojis. If you can or, like, to stop procrastinating and... Tell, say the words. Say to people that you appreciate. Let them know that. Even if they don't know you do or yeah. I don't know. Tell them how important they are to you. Like Just physically tell them, you know, I, I love you. Um, be somebody's light, bro. And before we wrap for real now, uh, Kobe, I love you for the happiness you brought into like my life. And uh, I guess partly because of you, I'll always... Hate the word no. And 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 try to replicate that smile that you would do when someone would try to to challenge you. But uh, you brought a lot of happiness into my life, and that I hope and I hope that you and everyone else that was on board and Gianna are are gonna be okay. In I guess now your fourth act. Mm. So from thank you to the conversations. Thank you for the conversations podcast. For Jahi, from myself, Donald, we're out.
Artest looking, gets it to Bryant. Bryant dribbling, has to put it up for the buzzer. Banks it in! <laughs> he banks in the three! And he clearly got it off in time. What a tough shot, banking in the three. And the Lakers survived to win their eighth in a row. What a disappointing loss for the Miami Heat, who so well here in the fourth quarter. Walton can tip it. Bryant with the save. Oh, you got to get a shot here. Final seconds. Bryant for the win. Bang! As Kobe Bryant at the buzzer in overtime gets the win for Los Angeles.